Hey everyone, we just wanted to give you a heads up that we were having some technical difficulties once again, but uh, we did our best to get this out. Um, it could sound much worse than it does, so be grateful that Sam did his best, and I uh, hope you enjoy the episode. I, it, I can play two bases at once. <laughs> yeah, you're really good at the bass. I'm fucking killing it. You are a bass master. Getty Lee. Lee ain't got shit on you. I, I am a bass serial killer. Well, I don't know what that means. It means I'm <laughs> slaying here, there, and everywhere. Hi, I'm Michelle. Welcome to Kabbalah Credits Podcast. And I am Samuel. And guess what? Chicken butt. Oh! God damn it. It's a guest day. It's a guest day. We have Travis Harpster. Barker. From Blink-182. Yeah, that's me. Um, that's what I'm going with. Travis Barker's here. <laughs> and he made us listen to Limp Bizkit. <laughs> Travis Harpster. First of all, you're welcome. Yeah. Take that thank as a you. sincere thank, thank you. <laughs> First of all, thanks for coming. Yes. Uh, thank you for having from me. From Pennsylvania, right? Long ass drive. <sighs> How long? Six hours? Longer, probably. About seven and a half with traffic. Through the entire state of Ohio. But you went through to Cincinnati first, right? Yeah. How'd you like Cincinnati? I heard there was cops. Yeah, there was three cops at my motel when I pulled in. That's a good sign. I feel safe knowing there's cops that are protecting me. There's dead hookers inside. (laughs) They gotta make sure that the bodies aren't rotting. I'm gonna have a drink of your whiskey, Michelle. I think that's a bad (laughs) idea. Do it. Do it. All I know is that there's definitely no one calling the cops when the hooker is still alive, gasping for air and life? Well, nobody knows because it doesn't smell yet. No, I'm just saying, like, whomever is there in the room with her is leaving her for dead. They're not getting help for a hooker. No Makes help sense. for a hooker. Sounds like my favorite movie of all time. There's no help for a hooker. It's my new Tom Waits song. Tom Waits. What's with that guy? Does he, do you know anything about Tom Waits? Never met him. I don't know, but you just took a drink and your mustache is glistening. <laughs> <laughs> yes, pull your shirt up above your tits and wipe your mouth with the bottom of your shirt. I'm a classy, non-white trash guy. You can at least just do it with the top of your shirt. No, no, no. Then it's all up here and that's what you see. You're supposed to show everyone your gut. I can see from here, though. <laughs> yeah, I can see it, too. Hey! <laughs> Eyes up here, pal. <laughs> I apologize. All right. Uh, I I really just want to get to this album. Well, let's ex- first explain <laughs> how you even know Travis. Oh, yeah. Green Jello. We bet on uh, FarmersOnly.com. I wasn't going to talk about that part. I was just going to bring up the Green Jello. It wasn't like Christian today. It was nope. Christian Mingle. ChristianFarmersOnlyMingle.com. <laughs> today. Bears. Uh, Green Jello, what was the first show we met at? I think the Pittsburgh one where Bill showed up at like one thirty in the morning. Oh, Holy cow. <laughs> at the, what was that, Spirit? Yeah. Is that what it was called? The Prince guy there. Yeah, uh, Mark. The Purple King himself. I don't his name. That's his name. I'm friends with two dudes from there still. There's a guy named Daniel and another dude named Mark, and he dresses in like different crazy outfits every day, and he takes really? pictures. Yeah. He does not dress the same ever. I thought he wore Prince every day. 
No, but he does, like, if somebody <gasps> dies. Guy? Yeah, Mark. Okay. He spends, like, a week dressing up like people who had died recently. So, like, that whole week. That's pretty cool. He, he was just a uh, Purple Rain Prince <laughs> then. He did other That's princes. The best prince. Yeah. It's the only prince I want to look at. The purple. Pussy control is the best prince. Pussy control. Was he still wearing purple suits then? I think he was wearing purple suits forever. I think he loved purple. Looked good on him. That's the whole point. Yeah. That little, little man. Anyway. He's <laughs> big at heart. So you didn't even play that show though, did you? No, that was, was just, just an there. attending show. Yeah. So how did you get, because I don't know the story, how did you get to actually play the bass? Did you just do what everybody does and just, I'm going to play bass now? Pretty much. I, that, it was that same weekend, actually, the Saturday, so I think you had to go home for it. Saturday show? It was in Altoona. I think you went home after the second day oh, show. Oh, okay. So I had the guy who was playing bass was playing drums. And I was oh, talking okay. to guys for the show, like Michael and stuff, and I was like, I couldn't play a song. And he was like, fuck yeah, dude. And they had two people playing bass. Damien was playing bass, and so was this one girl, Mandy, that I know. So I went up during one song and played Damien's bass for it. And he huh. played banjo. Yeah, I definitely didn't go to Altoona. Have I been to Altoona since? Not that I'm aware of. What's in Altoona? Nothing. Pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Does anybody care about Altoona? Not really. Hmm. I feel like I've been there. A-L-T-O-O-N-A, right? That's it. I think I took a huge, like... Vacation that weekend. It was mentioned briefly in the movie Groundhog Day. It's probably what you remember it from. <laughs> God, Puxatani Phil around there? <laughs> That's not the detail I remember from that movie. Puxatani motherfucking Phil? Is That's that the name of the? That's the name of the Groundhog. Yeah, the Groundhog. Since it's his day, Puxatani Phil. Poor guy. No, not enough people know his name. It's he has a whole day, and people don't even know his fucking name. I know it because of the movie Groundhog's Day. Is it Groundhog Day or Groundhog Day? I don't know. Day? I felt weird when I said Groundhog's Day. <laughs> I mean, it's just Groundhog Day. Yeah, I'm it just, just belongs a to the idiot. one Groundhog at the yeah, time. It's just one groundhog. Hand, not all Groundhogs. They just believed in the movie time that it would be one Groundhog forever and that he would never die. I'm assuming it's a he. That's what they tell me. Because and I they believe it. no one listens to women, so there's no <laughs> fucking way. Well, a Groundhog lady would be called a Groundhogette, so it's not called Groundhogette's Day. Am I right, fellas? Yeah, yeah, am I right? Well, considering yeah, right. one guy is in the room with you, did you like seeing the live <laughs> exhausted look that she gets? Can you hear that when you listen? Pretty much, yeah. not what I expected. <laughs> terribly unamused. It makes me a little nauseous sometimes. <laughs> I mean, that's like where it ends up. It doesn't start there. I'm not like immediately like I'm going to fucking vomit. But oh, that's funny. It's like disappointment and shame. It just like keeps going down and morphing into sickness. <laughs> You're gonna leave me someday, and it's we're, gonna be funny. We're com- it's gonna be hilarious. We're coming up on our anniversary as well, so. Oh wow! Aww, Aww. isn't that sweet? It's yes. So, in honor of today's episode, Travis is wearing a Limp Biscuit shirt, and what does it say, Michelle? Limp Biscuit is better than everyone. <laughs> That's a fact. It's on a T-shirt. Okay, so since there is a different spelling. Than the traditional biscuit sp- spelling. Is it pronounced differently? No, just limp biscuit. Biscuit. Limp biscuit. I got a biscuit. Isn't the isn't that the thing where you jerk off on a biscuit and uh, the last guy who can jizz has to eat it? That's right on, that... on Urban Dictionary, so I'm, I believe it. Was that created after the name because of how cool the band is? <laughs> 
That's my guess. <laughs> I remember being told that in the lunch line in like seventh grade. Because you're probably too young to remember when Limp Biscuit came out. So right? yeah, you are like seven years younger than us, I believe. I'm 27. Correct. And we're 33. Six years. Six, six years. years. So do you remember when Limp Biscuit came out? Yeah. What What is your introduction to Limp Biscuit? It's not is Faith, it, right? Is it this no, album? It was, uh, actually, wrestling. The Undertaker's theme song was rolling when I was like <laughs> nine years old. So it was, but it was still like earlier on in their career, though. Yeah, it was when the Chocolate Starfish album came out. Chocolate Starfish. Yeah, yeah. Man, I've never okay. heard that at all. And the, the hot, hot dog, dog flavored, flavored water. <laughs> God. The animation in your voice is <laughs> what I've it. longed for in this podcast. No offense to everyone who's been on it. He gets it. But I need this, even I though... I've my Fred Durst impression over the years. I'm sure. So you're cruising around. You're rolling, rolling, rolling. Yeah. <laughs> He's fucking nine. He's not doing that. He's I was watching... rolling on my fucking bike. You were sitting at home watching wrestling, taking your shirt off, getting mad, and yelling at the TV. <laughs> <laughs> Fairly accurate. Working up a sweat. <laughs> so, <laughs> so when did Chocolate Starfish come out? Wasn't it like... <clears throat> 2000, 2001. So we were in high yeah. school. You were a baby. You were. <laughs> I was like 9 or 10. That's too young. A good age to listen to Limb Biscuit. Do you have any siblings that are older than you? I have four. Four? Are you a baby? Yes. Okay. Baby. So were there influences from older siblings or was this on your own? Uh, well, so I first heard them from wrestling, and then I saw my sister had their newest album, so I borrowed it off her. Okay, so... my oldest sister. Wrestling. Who was it that got you into wrestling? An older sibling? Uh, I watched it with my brother whenever we were kids. Scott got into it. So, yeah, so it was a it was a brother influence. It's thing. wrestling. You don't have to have anybody get you into it. I don't think he likes Limp Biscuit, though. He doesn't? I thought I know of. Hey, he's oh, not okay. your brother, then. <laughs> you don't That's consider him your brother. Works. Is that how this works? Because if that's the case, then you love Neil Diamond. I mean, Neil Young, I love Neil Diamond. <laughs> I do love Neil Diamond. I, I hate Neil Young. I tell that every time. And I actually like... He's basically the Neil Diamond. polar opposite of me. Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. So how old's the oldest? Because you're 27. Uh, I'm going to be 40 Whoa. next month. Wow. So how old is Bob? So it's basically like Bob. Bob's like 41. There Wait, he's eight years older than you. He's forty-one. Yeah, forty-one. Do you uh, do you remember your first introduction to Limp Bizkit, Michelle? Uh, MTV for sure. Faith, right? <clears throat> yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. That's that's when we got introduced. I bought it because of that. Fred song. Durst fucking hates that song. I'm sure he does, but it's what fucking made him famous. Yeah, it was, it, uh, it's what started it. I wouldn't say it's like no, what they're known true. for. It was the first hit. Yeah, you didn't want to do it. It was something with the label wanted them to cover some big hits. They had like a single to release right off the bat and they chose that one just like uh, just to be funny like do the metal part in the chorus and it'll be a huge yeah. fucking hit. And it, wa- it was huge. They play live at every show now and I'm sure he fucking hates it. It was huge. Well, I think that we should start this album that um, oh. John, what? It, First, we gotta do the the special introduction. <laughs> he wants to hear that. Oh, the Gene shit. Simmons. I'm sorry, I have this pulled up. So yeah, explain this. They recorded an intro for the album that Fred Durst wrote and Gene Simmons recorded, and they ended up dropping that for the instrumental intro. Do you know why? Uh, I don't know. Uh, but is it because Gene there's Simmons, no free rides? Gene Simmons did block me on Twitter, so fuck him. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> 
as it slithers along its path to inevitable chaos. Whoever falls prey to this seductive serpent shall be forever scarred. Agreed. Forever scarred. So that was the unreleased Gene Simmons intro. Fuck you, Gene Simmons. So why did this not happen again? Uh, no I idea. Think he knows. There's nothing that. Oh, I probably because it sounded like it shit. There. That sounded awful. What was he even saying? I'm Gene Simmons. Give me money. Give me money. <laughs> Buy my kiss condoms. <laughs> Buy a kiss coffin. Buy a kiss cotton candy. Suck on my tongue. <laughs> All right, so. Ew. Just think about it. Oh, fuck no. <laughs> I watched that dude's sex video, too, and Fred Durst's sex video. I haven't seen that one. What? Have you heard um, the praise and the, I mean, people talk about his, like, stamina and ability to, like, really rail it to her, and, and she's really into it. I assume it's pretty great. She's being sarcastic. Does he go, yeah, the whole time? <laughs> kind what, of. That's what I assume his sex sounds like. <laughs> but, yeah. but the speed, Jump! the speed that you're doing that, cut it in, like, quarters. <laughs> yeah, about a fourth of that. And then the girl... Turn her interest down like completely. <laughs> Give her about six drama means, and then you got it. <laughs> she had no faith. <laughs> no, she thought she thought it would be nice <laughs> if he would touch her body. She'd probably already had that nookie, but uh, <laughs> and he she probably knows anybody. Maybe he broke all of her stuff, so it didn't feel good anymore. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so she's definitely a counterfeit. <laughs> at the uh, I would say recommendation of John Travolta who I have seen recently is a Limp Biscuit fan because he is friends with Fred Durst let's get into this album Introbra yeah oh man shit's going off can't make a stop <laughs> this actually came out I have notes here June yes. 28, 2011. It did. And it peaked at number 16 on the Billboard 200 chart. It, it did? Yeah. It sold 27,000 wow. copies of the album the first week. It's huh. respectable for 2011. For a Limp Biscuit album for in 2011? For Limp Biscuit, yeah, yeah, dude. Number 16. The first week. Should have been number I, one. I didn't ex- yeah, that's crazy. Good for them. They've never had a number one album, right? Not that I'm aware of. Have they ever had a number one single? Oh, I'm sure they did I, I back in the day. Like Rolling yeah. or My Generation oh, or something. Yeah. I was just trying to get the way here. Actually, not when I pulled in. So you've been limp biscuiting it on the way I've here. I've been limping with the biscuit all fucking week, dude. <laughs> <laughs> all I can say is it definitely doesn't leave me feeling hard. That's not really a joke. Um... I want to talk about intros. I find them pointless. <laughs> so do I. And outros. <laughs> yeah. That was the thing in the 90s. Every album had an intro and an outro. It's but true. this isn't the 90s. This probably, is 2011. Probably just to fill album space. They're hearkening back to the time. The good old days. This was like Slipknot, Corn, Sugar Ray. It was Sugar the charts. Ray, Static X, Smash Mouth, System of a Down. You got, you're, you, of course you're going to get the ones you love in. <laughs> <laughs> I love all of them. I'm going priority. Sugar Ray. Sugar Ray. I almost did a Sugar Ray album, actually. Oh, man. I went through so many fucking possible albums. So I... Okay. So (laughs) do you like music in spite of the common opinion, like, on purpose? Is that, like, attractive to you? No. I genuinely enjoy... The music that most people don't respect. (laughs) 
I'm just kidding. Oddly enough, yeah. Because you, you understand that people like shit on Smash Mouth and stuff all the and time. And people shit on Limp And they throw bread stuff. at them when they play for some reason. Do they? Yeah, it's, it's a thing. I don't know why. It happened once. He got all pissed off about it. But then you like a lot of like respected artists, too. So I didn't know if like... I like literally everything you can think of except for like modern bro country. Yeah. And that. Well, that's Hell a, yeah! That's actually a great up. quality. Some Sounds Taylor good. Swift, some Johnny but- Cash, some Squirrel Nut Zippers, whatever. Oh, I love Squirrel Nut Zippers. <laughs> <laughs> that was my list too. I thought for albums to give you. Um, I'm jealous of that mentality because, like, I can go places and what music is playing can literally like ruin my entire <laughs> fucking mood, and it's just because of like uh, Nicki Minaj is playing, and I'm just like, I understand it's like the monotonous, uh, like repetitive club sound of like the where it's where it like has like a muffled sound almost so it's like supposed to sound like it's in your fucking head that it like does kind of music like that could make me feel bad it sounds way better on club music on what in a mall on molly in a mall that's when it sounds in a mall on molly yeah in a mall you're on a girl named molly you're doing molly it's it's the hat trick right there. Riding her back, like piggyback style. <laughs> Darth Maul taking Molly in a mall. <laughs> With Martin Maul. <laughs> Who's Martin Maul? Are you fucking kidding me? I am not kidding you at all. <laughs> well, he was on Sabrina, and you wouldn't remember that. He's been on so many things. What all has Martin I'll, Maul been I'll on? I'll look him up. I'll, I'll look him up. Either. Let's start the next song. Well, bring let's it back. get into some bring real business. Let's bring it back to fucking Martin Maul, man. How do you not know who Martin Maul is? I'm going to find out. Find one of those guys that'll be like, oh, that guy? <laughs> It'll absolutely be that. Classic background actors. Just I'm, beginning I'm just skipping riff. on his. I could not figure Come out until the beat came in, and I was like, oh, there it is. <laughs> it's, there's some weird instrumental kind of stuff. Like, West Borland's a fucking crazy guitar player. I like West Borland, and I always have. See, everyone says, like, we hate Fred Durst, but the band's actually pretty good, and West is pretty awesome. That's, like, the general I've consensus. Always, yeah. Well, I mean... He has solo like other acts too. West, well, yeah, he has solo up. He has two different bands. He did. Big dumb face. Big dumb one face was one. Black Light Burns was one. He has actual solo album out now too. Yeah. I love this song. I have shitty headphones in. Did you look up Martin Mall? No, not yet. But I have shitty headphones in. Does the music sound good? Yeah. yeah. Can we talk about that? The yeah. That's his trademark thing. That's like Michael Jackson's like It feels like it's (laughs) It's kind of like more Aggressive at this point I feel like Yeah Martin Mull Come on I know you're talking about (laughs) Do you have any any of his roles Any of his credits Oh I don't I mean I've just seen this guy He was in Sabrina like you said I remember that You've not seen Roseanne Yeah he he was was He was the gay guy That's what it was Oh her boss Yeah Yeah, yeah, Martin Mull Clue, which I haven't seen, but he was in it. Never seen it. Oh, yeah. I know Marty Mall. <laughs> this is the song that I was playing through my phone yesterday through my phone speakers, and I thought that it had fried my phone speakers, but it has like a really like distorted, distorted like sound. I do like the guitar work. Yeah, it's, it's, you have a good beat too. I dig it. It's very Limp Biscuit sounding. That's uh, yeah, but not the beginning. The beginning has like 
like how corn went kind of in that direction, it has that sound to yeah. me. It's a good opening track. Starts out slow and then fucking mm. kicks right in. I don't feel like that's the real opening track, though, because we had the intro. Yeah, intro come on now. The intro bra, it's in the fucking title. You must Travis Scott the intro bra. That's the intro bra to the first track. <laughs> I was hoping there was going to be a bunch of songs on this album that ended with bra. <laughs> Didn't happen. I'm going to chew my finger to the microphone. One pun per album, that's the rule. Like one pun. <laughs> What's up? I have nothing. That's, that's why there's no, al- there's no, there's no outro bra. Nothing if have I don't have you. This doesn't say outro bra. No, there's no I outro never, bra. I never pay attention to song titles. There's no outro bra or panties. Oh, there's <laughs> the bum crash. Okay, you guys want to roll into the um, title track of this motherfucking album? Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, this was the second single. Did your research. Gold guys. Cobra. Wikipedia did it for me. She's way better at doing that stuff. Because I care. Yeah. And the song starts out pretty good, too. Musically. The big bass sound in there. It sounds good. It's just going to like get weird here in a second, right? <laughs> it always happens where I'm like, yeah, yeah, all right, yeah, this guy's going to come in. Like, just start feeling it. Then Freddie D comes in and makes it ten times better. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I thought Fred was all of his own backup vocals, too. Well, of course. Nobody else can be on the track. Can you imagine Wes trying to say something on this? Can you imagine Fred letting someone else on the track? Yeah, I tried doing Nookie at karaoke one time, and the track, they had no backup vocals on it, so I tried doing it all myself. It was, I was out of breath, like, the first minute in, because it's like, back, there was a backup vocals like that after every fucking line. I guess I've not paid attention close enough to, like, hear the importance of them. I just always listen to Fred in the front. Yeah, it's all, it's all front Fred, Fred. Back Fred. Front Fred. Left and right Fred. Diagonal. That's called Fred and Stereo. Upside down Fred. Wes is good at making weird Fred noises. Fred in the dirt. Yeah. He has like weird tunings or like weird like four string guitars and shit he has. Always paints the half bottom half of his face completely black. He has like half white, half black sometimes now, wears like the feather hats and oh, shit. Oh yeah. Does he still do the black eye contacts? Uh, probably. Or it's like fully black yeah. on his eyes, he looks like an alien. Um him and John Five are like the same dude. Johnny Five. That'd be an awesome fucking collaboration. Probably would be. Yeah, Johnny Five. The most racist movie of all time. <laughs> You're welcome. No, the robot's not the racist. I'm here to be super politically incorrect. Yeah, yeah. Fred Durst coming at you, Michelle. What you gonna do? We're gonna I'm send gonna your ass to hell. If Fred Durst <laughs> came running at me. Just screaming, yeah. I would probably freeze and be like, he's not looking at me. There's no way he's coming after me. There's got to be something else going on here. Is, is that Fred Durst? Is that Freddie D? Is that William Frederick Durst? It is William Frederick Durst. <laughs> so what are the other guys' names? I know West Borland, DJ Lethal, but Man. I don't know his real name. He was in uh, a House of Pain, man, the yeah. Brown song. Yes. And you got John Otto, take the Matthews Bridge. John Otto. The there you go. And then Sam Rivers on bass. Sam Rivers. Can't believe I didn't remember that. He actually has some pretty cool bass shit going on a lot of these songs. I'm going to have to agree that I always thought that they were musically okay. 
was like, well, you used to own an album, play. right? Musically okay, it. lyrically amazing. <laughs> I finished that one for you. Thank you, Travis. You're welcome, buddy. I lost, I ran out of breath, but he took over. Uh, I had the first album and the second album. And I don't remember what the second one's called. Significant Other? Yeah, that's what it is. And then by that, I was out. Fred Durst is the Guy Fieri of the music industry. <laughs> Nuh-uh. The guy from Smash Mouth is. <laughs> I don't know that guy's name, do you? Steve from Smash Mouth. Jo- oh, it's not, it's not Johnny Smash Mouth. <laughs> be cool if it was. Steve, it should be now. Steve Smash Mouth. It is Steve. But I can't remember his last name either. I think it's Harwell or something. Yeah, yeah that's Steve correct. Harwell. Whoa, you guys actually like have heard it. Before. I know my Smash Mouth, buddy. I've heard it before. Oh, geez, Sam, back the fuck up. <laughs> Check back. yourself. I'm back. So, do you have like friends that you listen to Limp Biscuit with? That you like Limp Biscuit out with, or is this just like a you thing? I got friends who like them, not to the extent that I do, but yeah. <laughs> if I play break stuff at a party, everyone fucking you know sings along to it. Oh, that'll get a party going. Because you are a fan of Taylor Swift, and you will like share things, and you do have people who will like it as well. So you, I know that you do like have these musical interests in common with other people. So I got a very diverse group of friends. So yeah. Her new album drops in two hours, by the way. So, see you guys oh. so we're going to have to be done by then? <laughs> yeah, we got two hours left. Uh, well, <laughs> we'll be done by then. Actually, when this album first came out, I bought it like when it first came out. And uh, I had it in my car for probably like three months straight, and all my friends fucking loved it. Because they have good taste. <laughs> all of them loved it? Every last one. Were all of them drunk at some point in your car? Drunk or high, but still. <laughs> they enjoyed Hearing Fred Durst say, yeah. You probably blasted yeah. it up, right? I was always cranked. It's always cranked. <laughs> you can't play Biscuit at a moderate level. <laughs> you got to play at the appropriate level. It's like Monster Energy Biscuits. <laughs> Ugh. They're probably sponsored by Monster Energy. Ugh, can you imagine making Biscuits and pouring Monster Energy into them? It's a very Kyle move right there. I feel so bad for people named Kyle. Because like, they're named Kyle? It's just because they chose that name randomly. It could have been any name. I got a friend named Kyle, and he's definitely a Kyle. Kyle works. <laughs> Kyle just sounds like someone with a rage problem. When we were, well, if we're talking about people with rage problems, we should call people Sams. <laughs> I got really angry earlier. <laughs> that happens every fucking time. Every ginger, dude. No goddamn offense. time that you have to deal with anything, and you're like, nothing goes right, and it's always like, fuck, 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 <laughs> fuck. Fuck! And it's just constant for like an hour and a half. (laughs) Yep. Until it starts working. And then I'm like, hi guys, how are you? (laughs) I am now to the point where I literally go and I just hide in the bedroom (laughs) with the cat. I just leave. Locks all the doors. We just just figured out that I'm abusive. (laughs) Oh, I mean, I try to do stuff and you're just super frustrated. So you act like everything that I'm doing is like bothering you when really what I'm doing is helpful and I'm trying to stay out of your way. And you're just like, no, I don't want to do that now. And I'm just like, I'm just trying to put this in the area and like get it out of the way. (laughs) Yeah. You you get a little grouchy on show show days. You're a little show day grouch. I am. Yeah, that was you being what? That's me. That's me doing my impression of Dr. Claw from <laughs> Inspector Gadget. Do it. Gadget. Do you feel confident in that? I feel like my throat hurts now. It, I, I, yeah, I could like hear it go out You're when you did that. You're a solid 8 out of 10. Uh, 
Fuck you. It's a good fucking score, dude. I can't do it. That's above average, you're right. Gadget. I can't did do you? it. That was a 10 out of 10 right there. I was about there. to say, did you actually do the voice for it? I thought he was, was here was, for a second. I was dead on. No, I just, they modeled the animation after me. I just sat in a chair and stroked a cat the whole time <laughs> and banged my fist on things. Stroked a kitty do the you whole have time. A, do you have a metal hand? Oh. And do you mean masturbated? <laughs> Is that your impression of Marilyn Manson? <laughs> no. Oh no, disturbed. That's my impression. Backstreet Boys version. What? Which I would pay to hear that actually. Whoa, peepop. Sorry about that. It's a shitty microphone. We don't have good stuff. As you can tell from the sound quality. Speak for yourself. My shit's great. Alright, what's the next song? I need more biscuit in my we life. We do need to biscuit it up with some gravy on top made out of sharks. This is Shark Attack. Speaking of that... Okay. <laughs> you watched the movie made by the Sharknado people. Zombie Tidal Wave? Zombie Tidal Wave. <laughs> yeah, I need to know a couple things. It was a cinematic masterpiece. Why is the blood blue? Is it because there's a light that brought them back to life? There was some sort of chemical the government made. They sunk in a ship with all these dead bodies, and the chemical was blue, and that's what leaked out. And that's what makes the zombies. Yeah. And then they infect other regular people? Mm-hmm. Gotcha. And that's all I needed to know. Wait, what's your rating? <laughs> oh, yeah. Nine out of ten. <laughs> it's, not shark, it's not Sharknado good. Any or Sharknado's good. But it's, it's pretty good. Oh, yeah. Wait, you you gave it a nine, and it's not as good as Sharknado? Or, or Sharktopus, Shark by the way. Which had Conan O'Brien in it, right? He was in Sharktopus versus right? Ter- Terracuda. Yeah. Half pterodactyl, half Terracuda. <laughs> I wrote that. <laughs> and then there was Sharktopus versus so Whale many times He's got show. a tattoo. Of Conan? No. Of a shark to <laughs> It's a fucking shark to My mother hated that tattoo. <laughs> Does your mom just hate tattoos, though? No, she has tattoos. Do you come from a religious background? Somewhat. My grandma was super religious. My mom kind of is, but I stopped going to church when I was like 13 because they stopped making me. Yeah, but like that was a part of your upbringing and your childhood. Yeah. Stuff. I think that... Yeah. From my experience, that's most people. I think it's unusual that Sam had none of that. <laughs> Must have been nice. I had a very, very tiny bit just for my grandma, and it didn't catch. Like I think I told you on this podcast, I lied about the kids making fun of me for not having a dad so I could stop going to church. <laughs> I'm a good kid. Kids are assholes. You fucking used your tools that were available to you at the time. <laughs> Nobody made that's fun clever. of me at all for that. I just didn't want to go. That'd be fucked up if someone did. Except for me. I'm pretty much the only person who makes fun of you for having a dead dad. (laughs) I married the girl that made fun of my dead dad. Dude, I will say this part of the song fucking ruins it for me. This part is so stupid. Oh, yeah, yeah. They never talked about what made your dad wreck the car. (laughs) I'm sorry, was that too far? We're just trying to listen to this part. And yes, it was too like far. To sushi. Yeah. Just like the way he says it. Like, like Turn your ass yes. to sushi. Well, he does talk Kale's about being a chainsaw and eating your ass raw, doesn't he? <laughs> it's true. 
but I agree with you because I think that part could have been something cool. He yeah. should have just done nothing and, and then, then let Wes, like, fuck with it. And then just come back in right here. Fred got greedy on that one. Oh, greedy Fred. Do you... Is there a recording process? Like, the band makes the music, and then they just give it to Fred, and then he just yeah. does whatever he wants with it? Last West, they said that they gave him, like, 20 or 30 tracks they recorded, like, trying to work on lyrics for, like, a year ago, and he's still working on it. So even the band is just like, yeah, we're also waiting on Fred, whatever. Yeah, because <laughs> West said Fred's a perfectionist, which I think shows in his body of work. Oh, my God. I read that he is working on... <laughs> Or talking about, or whatever, something about a horror movie with John Travolta. They became... Yeah, it's coming out in like a few months. And actually, the trailer looked pretty good. What is it? It's like the something? It's, it's like, like the fan. It's like a crazed fan, like stalking some guy, like breaking into his house and shit. Oh, that actually might be yeah, good, because I like trailer. stuff like that. Remember? Uh, yeah, but John Travolta is It's not his first directing role. He directed a film with Ice Cube. He like did? A, it was like a kid football movie called The Long Shots or something like that. Mm -hmm. Directed by Fred Durst. Fred Durst, starring Ice does Cube. He, does he go by William Durst on yeah. that one? Fred Durst. <laughs> what if he opened movies by going... What if he opened movies by going... Lip Biscuit! <laughs> <laughs> Fred Durst I think production. Full Nazi. <laughs> It'd be an automatic 10 out of 10 in that <laughs> viewing experience. I feel like most things rate pretty high on your radar. Are you just you're just like happy and you love everything for pretty the much, most yeah. part? That's not a bad Except quality. For <laughs> <laughs> uh, relatable. <laughs> Get it? Except that I don't love everything, but I like a lot more stuff than Sam does. I would say. It's Sam true. Hates a lot of things. I am such a picky asshole. It's so unfair, and I like hate it now. It used to be like a point of pride when I was younger. Like, <laughs> I have a elitist taste and now i'm like <laughs> i don't like anything taste. yeah yeah fucking ramen noodles are elitist i was never that way I'd media wise shit and now i'm like i wish i wasn't such an asshole even in high school i drive around blasting like taylor swift like system of down like just never care what everyone thought i didn't care what anyone thought i just didn't like that shit <laughs> <laughs> i was just <laughs> because i was walking around blasting like stuff that nobody liked <laughs> Some anal cunt. Never listen to <laughs> anal cunt. I can't stand that. Bit. They have an acoustic album that's fucking hilarious. Is it just as noise ridden as? No, it's, it's him actually singing in like a is shitty it, falsetto. Is it anal cunt lyrics? No, it's like sweet love songs. Oh well, I gotta that's check this out. That's the whole joke. Out. It's called Picnic of Love. I'm gonna check this out. That's funny. Usually, <laughs> anal cunt songs are like, "I shoved you into a barbecue pit and laughed." It has a song called I Respect Your Feelings as a Woman and a Human is one of the song titles. <laughs> which which that's the exact opposite of usual song titles. Well, one of the song titles is a... Uh, Women Nature's Punching Bag. That's one, yeah. of, that's one of them. Uh, that's not the truth. There's one called Ha Ha Holocaust. Yeah. Oh, don't tell his mom about that. <laughs> she loves the Holocaust from what I've heard. loves the Holocaust. <laughs> <laughs> loves it loves it oh my god <laughs> you want to move is, on is the pillsbury doughboy in here <laughs> i don't know i kind of feel that that which is why i kind of asked you earlier about having friends that also like this because when i was in high school i didn't have many friends who liked michael jackson for example and i had two homemade michael jackson shirts and one of them, I just wrote on with a permanent marker that said, MJ loves you, and wore it around high school <laughs> all the time. 
You were the MJ girl. And this was, well, Maria and I were. Yeah, I considered you more. Um, Well, we were more friends, I would assume. Yeah. But this was way before Michael Jackson died, and then more people became fans of him again. But yeah. R.I.P. I was, I was, I remember being a fan of Michael Jackson when other people were like, that was lame. Oh, yeah. I remember, I remember he showed up with a glove and he danced in the middle of the hallway. <laughs> Dude, I was fucking into it. And, I, and I thought it was funny. I Wait, knew it was funny. I was making a joke. Did you really bring a glove to school one time and dance I, in the hallway? I did have a one sequin glove, yeah. <laughs> nice. And I fucking danced all the time back in the day. Wait, do we still have it? No, I got rid of I stuff. I think I saw that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she kept it long enough for me to see that. <laughs> I feel weird about collecting things for too long. I collect things and then I get rid of them because I feel like it's weird to just keep collecting stuff that you can't do anything with and that you don't really need. Or you're like, well, I haven't done with anything with this in five fucking years. What am I doing? With it looks cool on a shelf, though. Yeah. yeah, like I've been collecting a lot of Garfield stuff for years, and when people need to get me a gift, it's always like a, a vintage Garfield something that they fall back on that they get from eBay, which like is cool, but like. How long am I going to have to, like, maintain space and growing now. space for it? Like, there's going to be a time where I'm just going to have to be like, I you're, have to stop this. You're the Garfield girl. <laughs> she is. I'm a Garfield girl. I fucking love uh, trans fats, and I <laughs> hate being awake. And you hate Mondays. I just hate being awake, ever. It doesn't matter what fucking day it is. And she eats lasagna by the pan <laughs> every meal <laughs> which is actually not true between the two of us i do almost eat lasagna by the pan it's bad within two days you will eat almost the whole thing oh, and i will have like fuck. two respectable pieces <laughs> you're saying two days is it like it's, it's like 17 hours it's like a dinner yeah. and breakfast kind of thing i like a dinner and lunch thing you know? yeah and then a snack there will oh, be a yeah. snack after dinner and a oh, snack because yeah, it'll be like after late, like eleven thirty, and I'll just be thinking of that lasagna. Oh, man. I don't oh, do, wow. see, and I'm not like that. When it's late for me, I want sweets. I want like snack food. I don't think like I want a meal. Oh, I like <laughs> steak and potatoes right now before I, bed. I fucking do. <laughs> that's interesting. Oh god, that'd be so nice, especially if I. Wo- oh, that's what I want for breakfast too. Steak I don't like potatoes. breakfast foods in the morning. I can't stand my it. My favorite foods are breakfast foods. Yeah. My favorite breakfast, breakfast food, food all day. For dinner. All day. I can't do it in the morning, though. Like, it makes me queasy. But if I could have a steak and potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> makes you queasy? Breakfast food in the morning makes me queasy. I Bacon do not know and why. eggs makes you queasy in the morning. Yes. A waffle makes you queasy. Yes. But fried chicken or a fish sandwich. Or a greasy burger. Or a burger. <laughs> I would have no problem with. But reverse that. Later for dinner, I'll eat eggs, bacon, fucking waffles all fucking you night, You have your baby. day reversed. Do you respect it's, that? It's weird. It's weird. I don't respect that. <laughs> you, you need to get a life, Sam. Get a motherfucking life. You're the Segway queen. I'm a transitioning queen. You want to know why? <laughs> have I been missing something? I'm pretty sure no one calls Frederick's Well, it hasn't bear, officially begun, but I'm just letting never you know. I've called Polar Bear. Fuck the automatic. Fuck the automatic. I was gonna stick ship, though. Polar bear. Nobody calls him that. This also sounds staticky. Yeah, it's supposed to. It sounds like it's something like is wrong. Issue. It sounds like there's a bad connection. But it's so on heavy, purpose. Dude. It's weird. It's a weird choice. All Distortion to the point of like static. This is my impression of Sam Roberts. It's his name, right? Sam not Sam Rivers. Roberts, Sam Rivers. <laughs> That's kind of how he plays, Sam and actually. Jim. 
Uh, yeah, I've watched. I remember. I liked Limp Bizkit at one point. The Woodstock '99 video. That's a classic. He play like kind of like Fieldy from Corn, but yeah. not as like not straight up right. And his bass always had like lights in it, where the fret markers were and stuff. Yeah. And I'd always be like, "How do I get those? Those are cool." And now I think about it, you're like, "Yeah, one would go out, and then like <laughs> it looked really stupid." This is like, if not the heaviest, one of the heaviest songs. Uh, yeah, I like it when he's. I like this part. Yeah, I'm just gonna say it right now. Fredger's voice is fucking butter. <laughs> butter. Like Michelle loves a soulful black man's voice. Fuck yeah, she does. I love an angry white boy's voice. When I think of butter, I think of Sam Cooke, and you're calling Fred Durst butter. I. I don't even know. Sam Cooke is margarine and Fred Durst is butter. Oh my god! <laughs> Are you like from the bloodline of Elvis or something? What the fuck is happening right now? It's called spitting facts. Yeah, I think this whole thing is a game. I'm calling it right now. None of this is real. Just this podcast or my whole personality? I've heard that before too. <laughs> The laugh. <laughs> Sorry to meet you and then attack you, but you, I fully expected some hate when I gave you a Limp Bizkit album. You so. you definitely share some of the funniest memes and shit on Facebook for sure, but <laughs> but butter. What the fuck, man? Chicken butt. Fucking. Margarine. Listen to that. Yeah. Sounds Sam, like Incubus. And Sam Cook is is margarine. I can't let this go. <laughs> I feel like you literally just smacked me in the face. <laughs> you, you, your you reaction was truth. like you did. That's really how I feel. <laughs> Do you think Limp Biscuits ever going to be the hard or rock and roll Hall of Fame? The hard biscuits. They fucking better be. If they put Kiss in there, I think when Biscuits are in their spot. I mean, they're eventually going to go stale, and they're going to turn into some firm biscuits, at least. <laughs> firm crumbly biscuits. Fred's always limp. Flaky biscuits. This is weird. I mean, no, like, to hear it in this kind of music. Because this is something that you would hear in, like, rap or, some, or like, pop music. I think of Incubus. The rap metal part. Yeah, yeah. But this, like... But it's, it's not it's a different style of rap. So it, this really surprised me cuz that's almost Fair like being a fan of Justin Timberlake that almost has like a Timbaland sound to it. So it kind of surprises me. Like that Missy Timbaland sound. It's all that DJ Lethal mix he's making. So he's still with them. It's still the same people. DJ Lethal left for a couple of years, so he just came back. Cuz I also saw that Wes left because he and Fred had a spat, but then they got back together. Yeah, that's the Chocolate Starfish album, and they got some other guy for the next album. Oh, really? It was one that had that, that the Who cover up behind Blue Eyes. That was the album without Westmoreland. Oh, I remember huh. that. Which they fucking oh. made that Who song ten times better than the original. I like this. But anyways. <laughs> He's just saying ben, things. I know. Ben, I know. You definitely have no respect ben for we, music ben or West me. Ben West came back. They did an EP. He <laughs> quit again. Happening? Joined Marilyn Manson for a month. Then went back to Limp Bizkit. Whoa, Wes was in Marilyn Manson? So he was John 5. Pretty sure he played like two or three shows. Then went back to Limp Bizkit. Because he knows where... He <laughs> knows <face>. where <laughs> Wes knows where real, t real talent is. I also he haven't had... Maryland to go to Limp Bizkit. Oh, my God. Oh. I haven't drank in like a week, and I'm drinking, so I'm sure my face is red with You would have been way everything. more buzzed if we had that show tonight still. Oh, for sure. I'm sad it was canceled. 
for and no it didn't even rain. It didn't point. even fucking rain. It was just cloudy. <laughs> they canceled it for weather, and then it didn't do it. Is it an outdoor thing? Yeah, it's yeah. yeah. It's on the patio, as it's they call the it. Patio. So, where are we at on this album? We are going to listen to one more song, and then we're going to take a break. Cool. I want to say something about that last song. That was the song, Get a Life. Get a motherfucking life. That's when I like Fred Durst the most, is when he's he's screaming, screaming. because that's how he he was more like that, at least what I can tell listening to this whole album, on the first album. Oh, yeah, the first one was way more. Like, Counterfeit, I remember him screaming on that, and I remember... Back in the day, I'd be like, yeah, <laughs> you know, I'll figure you out. <laughs> You're a counterfeit. Yeah. And then I fucking made this video on a VHS camcorder once. And it was like a little horror movie starring the cats that I had at the time. And I called it counterfeit. <laughs> and you could like put text on the thing. And it was just that shitty old VHS <laughs> font. And it just said counterfeit. And I like put it up to the cat's face. And it was, and I had the speaker next to it. And it was just like, You're right. Kinda. It is just like a shitty, blurry close-up of a gray cat, just like looking at the camera. Which cat? That's art. That's then was only little Juan and a uh, little Pooh. So it would have been Wanzo. So uh, little Pooh was a murderer, and uh, eventually became a creature that ate Kent Goldsmith, one of our past guests and one of my best friends. It ate him, and the way we did the effect was he sat. Oh, I thought you were saying in life. (laughs) No, in the movie. Okay, in the movie, we we made it look like Kent got eaten by the cat by just shoving him under the pool table, (laughs) and we just like I was like, all right, I hit start and I hit stop, and then he shimmy in a little bit more, and he had this fake wig on, and so by the end of it, it was just the wig sitting there on the ground, and then that went to the table too. Good shit. Kids making dumb videos. Do you still have this on... video? No. No, so I lost all it. that VHS stuff, man. We had wrestling videos of Kent and I doing like backyard wrestling <laughs> shit. Nothing crazy, you know, like barbed wire and Elder stuff. drops off the garage. But like we... from the movie with Pamela Anderson that I fast forwarded <laughs> to see sex scenes. Yeah, nobody watched barbed wire to see the, the story. <laughs> that was definitely one of those dad movies. I just I... need to see the dance scene where she gets sprayed with the hose at the beginning. That's what it was. Because then I remember I would fast forward and I wouldn't see anything that was interesting. Yeah, no. Just the beginning. She gets sprayed by the hose. Yeah, that was never That's enough for me. Need. It was always very disappointing. And I needed sex That scenes. also might be where she gets fucked in an alley, but that might be a different one. The guy that I always have to bleep out the name of, which I'm not going to do right now because I don't want to do that fucking work. I think I know what you're talking about, about the alley sex, but I don't remember what movie it is either. Yeah. He would always be like, I was a horny teenager. Who the hell wasn't? What the hell are we talking about? I had a good point. <laughs> oh, the backyard wrestling videos. This guy named Joe. Wire. This guy named Joe was filming us one time, and he was supposed to like stay with us. And Kent and I are like slamming each other into the walls and shit, and, you know, throwing each other off the bed. And Joe just all of a sudden takes the camera and looks down and sees a Jolly Rancher in the camera and goes, "Hmm." And his hand picks up the Jolly Rancher and he unwraps it on film and goes. <laughs> Mmm, Mandarin Orange. <laughs> <laughs> so we watch it later, we're like, I think this is when I give you a DDT, man. And then it's just, nope. Mmm, Mandarin Orange. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, what the fuck? <laughs> That's so funny. Can't remember that shit. It was good. His mom got mad at me because we did this bit where I held up a cinder block and at the last second, Kent would move and then I would throw it down on the ground. Yeah. His mom saw it in the video and she like called me. 
He's like, you can't throw a center box at my son's head. <laughs> at my son. <laughs> but it's Kent. He was like, yeah, throw a center block at my head. <laughs> we if did he it didn't like six... do it, he would have done it to himself. Yeah. It's we, did it like, friend. we did it like six other times that she didn't see. <laughs> we would hit each other with pizza pans because they didn't hurt, but they made a great effect. It was great. Let's listen to one more song and uh, <laughs> take a break. This was the first single released off of this out of the only two singles. Again, Gold Cobra was number two. Shotgun is number one. Did the Shotgun. S- did the singles make any chart? I think this chart in Canada at like 26 or something. That was the highest one I saw. I wish I could go to Canada. They won't let me in. You can go. Because you're a criminal. You're a hardened criminal. I am. They call me a... Hardened? Yeah. They call me an undesirable... He's a limp limp criminal. I think we all call you that. (laughs) I'm sad. I ain't no limp criminal. I'm not a criminal. I may be limp, but I'm not criminal. (laughs) This song gives me a feeling of shallow party music. No offense. Kind of like an Andrew W.K., but with more sleaze and less party. Andrew W.K. is a personal hero of mine. He loves Yeah, he he comes to party hard. I think that this falls short. He once handed me a guitar pick directly off stage. That was front row center. Is it because you were partying so hard? Fuck yeah, dude. (laughs) Were you covered in his sweat? Hell yeah. His blood? (laughs) His cum? I don't think he does that. But he wears white all the time, right? Always white. White slash dingy yellow sometimes. I was about to say, doesn't he wear the same shirt for like a month? It always looks like it's like stretched out around his neck. It looks like he just... Does he drink or is it just a persona that he parties... I don't think the partying really sure. is about drinking with no. him. I think it's just about having a good That's time. That's what I'm saying, because a lot of time partying is like, and like beers and shit. Yeah, he actually does like inspirational speeches, like yeah, colleges his, and shit, like motivational speeches. His party doesn't seem like substance yeah, party. Yeah, it's about having fun. Yeah. His party is like, you can go to college and get your degree and party in science. <laughs> And then, like, and then Fred Durst is like, I dropped out, and I just started skating and drawing tattoos in Florida. Oh, thank you for bringing that up, because there's a line somewhere where he says something about skating ditches, and I was like, that motherfucker better skate or have skated, or I'm going to be mad that he's referencing skating ditches, and then Michelle told me that he used to skate. So, I think this is a good time to say that I have found a new respect for Fred Durst that I did not have before for this reason. He truly does not give a shit. Uh, he's, he could have changed himself a long time ago to appeal what people wanted, and he didn't. He still just sits here and goes, yeah, I'm Fred Durst. It's also a big joke to him. He's on Instagram. He's post, like funny like videos and shit. He talks about poop all the time, his, too. His pictures, he has like, his whole Instagram is just like 40 pictures of station wagons is all it is. Oh, yeah. And he posts like, right. live videos all the time and shit. He has said something at some point in this album as well. About not giving a shit. Like, it, it just seems like he it's has. This all the time. It seems like, even though, like, I'm not into it clearly, but it seems like he has self awareness, but doesn't give a shit. And that is respectable, sure no matter knows, what. He knows people hate him. He just doesn't give a shit. But he, he uses like, it. I'm still headlining festivals, so fuck you guys. Really? Sure. There's no reason for anyone to hate him just because you don't like his music and you think that he's like, you're, like, you're not into it. There's not. He's not a shitty person, right? He's never been accused of, like, beating a woman or anything. No, I don't know. No, but when I... Chill guy. 
when you uh, Google him, a lot of stuff about Robert Durst comes up. So it's very confusing. It's like, what? Fred Durst was accused and acquitted of killing someone? Oh, wait, no, that was Robert Durst. Never mind. This song has a rare Westworlding guitar solo. Oh, yeah, let's listen. Which is not very known for doing solos. You know, it's like a crazy guitar player. Yeah, I would agree. That's, this is not really their style to have songs that have, like, guitar solos. I'm pretty sure there's actually three that have solos in this album. It's also weird that it's in this song, because this seems more like a saliva party. Like she said, a party song. Yeah. It seems like it wouldn't be the one to have a guitar solo yeah. in it. And then it is. This got that fucking awesome energy. Love sport. Oh, is this the part that I'm going to talk about how I can't stand? <laughs> yes, <laughs> there it is. I love it. <laughs> This was the god damn it. This is the part that I was like, if I was in the studio and one of my bandmates looked at me and was like, "Hey, how about we make this part a beat out of shotgun sounds?" I would be like, "How about you get the fuck out of this room?" And then who does it? Limp Bizkit. Well, it went number twenty six in Canada. So fuck you, Sam. I feel like someone who likes that and is into that. No offense, definitely owns an article of clothing that looks like an American flag, right? I do not. Are you sure? I, I thought you had a 4th of July outfit. Oh, yeah, I do have like a Hawaiian shirt that has flags on it that I wear ironically. It's fucking hilarious. Ironically, but yeah. you own it and you <laughs> like the song, so I think it matches up. <laughs> I don't own a shotgun, though. Yeah. Wait, so not everybody in your neighborhood's got one? <laughs> everyone but me, I think, has got one. Huh. I know that but I jump at the sound of one. <laughs> jump? Like House of Pain, jump around. Featuring DJ Lethal. Oh, man. Oh, it man. comes back around. It comes back around. It comes back around. Yeah, it comes, yes, it comes back for the reach around. <laughs> <laughs> Is that supposed to be as, as nice as it sounds? A reach around? Yeah. For good things. Uh, you got to have the appropriately uh, length arm and uh, skill, which I don't know anything about. <laughs> well, the worst thing about most situations is chafing, so what I think we should do is take a break and um, get some lube. Right? Let's do it. Let's get some lube with our shotguns. Because we have to have like a way to lube up the shotgun before sticking it within each other. And by within each other, it's all on you, Sam. There's been this plan this whole time. I'm gonna take a shotgun in my practice when you're in prison. Fuck you. <laughs> you're not going to prison. You're going to the county going jail, to county motherfucker. Jail. You're tossing salad. And then right. I'm stuck in a house for six months. Yeah. Stuck I'm in the house, tossing the salad. Does that mean Mel's coming over? <laughs> fuck you, Mel. Fuck I don't know you, Mel, you, but Mel. Fuck, you. fuck you. We're gonna take a break. Bye, bye, bye. Oh my. This episode of Couple of Critics Podcast is brought to you by Dope Addicts. Yo, you looking for a cool top to your house? Need a chill upstairs? It sounds like you need a Dope Addict. No one wants a basic space between the ceiling and the roof, so get yourself a Dope Attic. Is it just a floor of your house filled with drugs? That part's up to you! Call today and get yourself a Dope Attic.
sounds awful. What are we listening to? I it wasn't doing us before. I didn't hear that at all. So I'm really sorry. Maybe we can cut that part out. We can't cut no, that part it out. In. It's way keep too late it for that. You're just trying to play a live video. It's just, live. it's just a live video. Uh, it's Limp Biscuit playing Get a uh, Get a Life. Watch shotgun. My bad. Come on, Limp Biscuit. <laughs> it's Get a Life in Germany and. Uh, 2016. How big's the crowd? Does it look huge? I can't really see it. It's only on Fred, really. And the band. It's huge. It's all they do mostly is like European festivals. And they usually have. So they're really big overseas. Yeah. It seems like overseas appreciates metal more than Americans do. They don't play in the U.S. much because the U.S. wants to hear like the old shit, whereas people in Europe actually like hearing the newer stuff. Mm -hmm. I saw them last November in New Jersey and they were headlining a festival and they didn't play anything off this album. I was kind of bummed. Huh. They should definitely play something off every at album. One, at least one song or yeah. something. Do, do they have, like, weird feelings about this album? I think I think he just said that people in the U.S. really don't want to hear newer stuff. They just want to hear... But doesn't it... Isn't it also based on what they want to play and what they enjoy? Or make... If they want to make the crowd happy. Yeah. But they can't just put one song... I mean... That is weird not to put one song. Because... From they what, a whole lot of covers, too, and shit. Really? So they, they had extra time. Things that I've read, it seems like this is a pretty reasonably, like... Highly regarded it, it was a f- Lint Biscuit album reviews. for Lint Biscuit, yeah, because they had broken up and gotten back together and did this. Yeah, for Lint Biscuit, but they're back together they're now. Triumphant return. They've been working on the new album, Stampede of the Disco Elephants, for what? several years. Please say that slower. Stampede of the Disco Elephants. Stampede. Of they the actually disco released a single elephants. in 2013. What's a disco I, in 2013. Uh, that was a lot. They left Interscope Records after this album. They signed to Cash Money and did a single with Lil Wayne. It's actually fucking awesome. I can probably say that that's not true. <laughs> is that out there? Can I? It, it's on there. Wait, what is it? Okay, it's it's called Ready to Go. Ready to Go. It's Lil Wayne. They've had some good rap features in their career. They had Exhibit, Red Man, Man, Method Man. Uh, I know all three yeah. of these people you've said. <laughs> DMX was on the one song. That makes four. Hall Wall. I'm out. Raekwon from Wu-Tang Clan. I've heard Raekwon. Okay, I've, I immediately forgot because I've just been listening to all these <laughs> names. I'm sorry. I, I forgot what I was supposed to do. So I'm supposed to be looking up. Ready to go. Ready to go. It says Rafi. I don't know why. By, by the LB. In the LBC. He throws in like a Britney Spears and a, and a Jessica Biel reference with Zoom Dollar for 2013. But Someone's obsessed with Justin Timberlake from the sounds of it. Said somehow a girl having an ass like Jessica Biel. Well, that's, I mean, it's Fred's. Is, who says it, Fred? Obviously, Fred. I'm so having he's... a really hard time with things. Ready to go? Who's the al- Who's the person again? Limp Biscuit and Little Wayne. Well, I it, thought you said it... something else earlier that was different. I'm sorry. Oh boy. Oh boy. No, I thought that something else was said. Unless you were just kind of giving me what you were giving me, and then is it, is it up there? Is ready to available? go? Yeah. <laughs> ready to go? Is it? We haven't seen it. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, why? Okay. Paul Wall. That was... Paul Wall. He's on different track. They just said Paul Wall. Oh, did he? Yeah. Yeah. He says Paul Wall. I think in 90 to 10, he mentions Paul Wall, a bunch of random people in one song. My least... We drinking jizz? Gin. <laughs> I heard jizz. That's how fucking rough they are, man. They drink jizz. It's good for the boys. But yeah, protein. 
Tastes good. Throat to throat. It seems like a mess. Beautiful mess. I say bless this mess. It's the motherfucking rock all this Freddy B. Look at your face. What do you think, Michelle? You look like you're gonna take a shit. <laughs> I wish that my face could somehow like. You know how you can get cell phones to read text? <laughs> I wish there was a way to have a machine of some sort read my facial expression to you in word form. I don't know how to translate. Just so you guys know, she was grinning ear to ear that entire time. <laughs> I was smiling. Like I'm, a Cheshire cat. I looked like I was going to explode like a Cheshire cat. Is that what it's supposed to be? Nope. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was refer- referencing uh, Kesha. Kesha. <laughs> so we're back. We never even said anything about being back. I'm Michelle. That's Sam. Uh, yeah. We're I'm here Travis. with Travis. And this is the Couple of Critics podcast. And we are <sighs> listening to Limp Biscuit, <laughs> Enjoying Old Cobra. And um, this is Gold something Cobra. that Travis brought yeah. to the table. You're so welcome. This is how it goes. I mean, (laughs) it's like when you give someone a yes or no option, you're like, here's a yes or no question, and you want them to say yes, but they say no, but you gave them a 50% chance to disappoint you. What? Gold Cobra by Limp Bizkit. (laughs) I'm so lost. (laughs) I mean, it was this or T-Swift's latest album, so that's what it came down to. I'm saying... You went Bernie Sanders on me talking about numbers, and I got so No, I think you just don't understand things. I'm I'm saying that... I'm not good at math. I'm I'm part of the 1% who loves Limp Bizkit. What math? I said that he essentially gave me a 50-50% chance. A 50-50. chance. (laughs) 1% of a 1%. Uh, <laughs> and he disappointed me. It was a joke, Sam. But because it was explained, it's not funny. And people who were listening and understood it are really not into this anymore. So I think that we should actually. Oh, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, you're a douchebag. Yeah, this is a really oh. good time to go back into the album. Um, douchebag. Once again, solid intro from Westmoreland. I do like the guitar. It's weird. I think it's um, gassy. Have you liked anything so far, Michelle? Like, genuinely liked it so far? No. Not even the drums. (laughs) Is this worse than Symphony X? No, but this was... That's a win for Travis. In the beginning, this was a chore for sure. And I can't say that it ever stopped being a chore. But like everything, it gets easier. I don't know that Symphony X ever got easier. You heard it here. Limp Bizkit's better than Symphony X. I still think that Symphony X is like the the bottom for me. (laughs) Yeah, you... At the beginning, when you first heard it, you were like, it might be... On the same level as Symphony X. And then you eventually, I guess, came down off of that. I still hold the title. (laughs) Yeah, I think it stepped down. But I I mean, there are at least some catchy things that happen in this. Like this right here. Uh, You had a song stuck in your head the other night that we still haven't heard. I did too. 
really I'm excited now I've had mint multiple songs from this album stuck in my head but that's what happens when you listen to it multiple sure, times I'm sure you didn't have Symphony X stuck in your head no I'm no. sure you weren't sitting around going 15 years I remember Damn nothing from that album you just crying cause you ain't got milk nothing to that's good songwriting He's like Lennon and McCartney rolled into one person. <laughs> hundred years now, look back on music from this era, they're going to say the Beatles, Limp Bizkit. That's all they're going to say. Nothing so, else matters. So the Limp Bizkit is the George Harrison of the Beatles, is what you're saying? Because he was definitely the next one after Lennon and McCartney, according to most people. Before Ringo. Ringo's, uh, Ringo is at the bottom for everyone. <laughs> Ringo is the bottom. Ringo to the back of the line. Sorry, dude. <laughs> Who is this Ringo you speak of? <laughs> I mean, Limp Bizkit has been referred to as the Led Zeppelin of the 90s. <laughs> oh, 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 that hurt her. By me, but still, someone has said it. And someone else probably has, too. Yeah, and some fucking idiot. With no irony whatsoever. Uh, I'm that, saying that idiot sincere. because I think... No, I don't think it's sincere. That's why, I, that's why I, I'm coming with... Fucking fisticuffs in the air. Everything I say is 100% sincere. You should know this by now. I'm gonna start throwing elbows, dude. Start breaking stuff. It's gonna be a regular tornado of elbows in here. There's something. Sharknado. It's the angry white boy voice. It gets y'all. Brings the angst out of me. Oh, I'm gonna fuck you up. I wanna fuck something up. I really want to fuck something up. (laughs) I wanna know what the hell. What is a fuck you up? Because he just keeps saying that he is one. No, he wants a fuck you up. He's no, calling no. someone a douchebag. No, no, no. Bag. I'm pretty sure that you can buy a fuck you up on Amazon. Amazon Prime. So I want to fuck you up. I want to fuck you up. I want one fuck you up. He's not saying that. He's saying, I'm a fuck you up. I'm a fuck you up. Oh, jazz part. Shut up. DJ Lethal action. You're right. I changed it. This is like his, um. <laughs> his like what? What? Solid ending. Sorry, I kind of wanted to let it happen. That was his Vincent Price laugh. <laughs> Moment. That, that was like their thriller. <laughs> Douchebag is Limp Biscuit's thriller. I agree. <laughs> I would rank that song above thriller. <laughs> Any day of the week. <laughs> I would let Michael Jackson, dead or alive, earlier in his career or later in his career do whatever he wanted to me before I'd let Fred Durst come near me. <laughs> Ew. Why? What? <laughs> Michael Jackson's like... This gross image of a decomposed Michael Jackson having his way with you in my brain. He was like diet Fred Durst as far as like soul goes. Well, for the... Okay, you Why need to he? shut the fuck up. For the reason, Sam, someone's gonna have to control Michael's body so you can be involved if you want. What if Fred controls Michael's body? Fred is not allowed around me. <laughs> This he's has not, been a sample. He's not touching you. He's using Michael Jackson's dead hands to touch you. What if we put Fred Durst's red hat on Michael Jackson and <laughs> I still move Michael Jackson, but Fred's not in the room? Yeah. <laughs> she agrees. <laughs> it's official. Yeah. It happened. Yeah. I'm a douchebag. I've been converted. <laughs> now I'm going to just. I want to hear Fred Durst do Jerry Seinfeld jokes <laughs> in that yeah voice. I'm walking away. I would pay to you that. Who are these people? This is where Fred slows it down a little bit, makes a nice soft song. Oh, yes. For the 80s? For the ladies. He's he's throwing it back to the 80s. I think as we find out, it's it's the ratios. 
80 to 10 or what? 90 to 10? Or 9 to 1 is something yeah, yeah. say. <laughs> or 6 to 4. 6 to 4. 25 or 6 to 4. 25 or 6 to 4. And this intro is pretty sweet musically. Got a nice chill vibe to it. This sounds totally like late 90s. They're bringing it back, dude. They were never bringing it back. They that was a were good doing era. it the whole time. They were from the late 90s. <laughs> and they never changed. They definitely changed. It's got more modern influences and stuff, and they use some like production techniques that definitely bring it more into the 2000s. Oh, production-wise, their sound definitely changed. They actually had an EP in like 2005 when West first came back. That was actually like more serious kind of stuff. It was more hard rock, like not as much rap. It was like about like political kind of stuff and like huh. wasn't really like the usual like stupid shit. It was pretty good actually. Yeah, this, this is feels... like radio friendly. This yeah. sounds like something you would hear on the radio. It should have been a single. Yeah, it's like stained almost. Yeah, yeah. which I hadn't. <clears throat> I knew that they were kind of like connected, but I didn't realize that they he they signed. Yeah, Fred, so he yeah, signed, signed stained and was behind dysfunction, <clears throat> which I own that album. This was a song of theirs too, wasn't it? I've only seen live of them doing a song together. He did that. He did the outside, uh, that song outside with in the live version yeah, yeah, where yeah. he's like, he's like, I'm on the outside. And he's like, I'm on the outside. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it in. He improved that song too. Impregnated that song. <laughs> a little Fred Durst on there. A little Fred Durst stamp. I mean, he uses the yeah a lot, but it works. He uses yeah a lot and he said Limp Biscuit a lot, which by the way, I counted in this album. <laughs> Five times. I thought it was going to be way more that he said Limp Biscuit. Do you think he and Little John have created a friendship, at least from the soul connection of just constantly saying yeah in a weird voice? I don't want to hear him do a song together, to be honest. That would be um, obnoxious as fuck. Yeah, what I'm really yeah. waiting, what I'm really yeah. waiting for is yeah. Limp Biscuit yeah. featuring Riff Raff. That's what I want to hear. Oh my God, Riff Raff. I don't see why that's not ridiculous. His Dale D'Antoni thing. Dale D'Antoni is hilarious. I fucking love Rip Rap. Dale D'Antoni makes me laugh so hard. He like pets his mullet and stuff. It's an epic fucking mullet though. This Dale D'Antoni. I have respect for zero mullets except for one, and that's my dad's deceased mullet. Does that mean your Here dad died go. recently? No, he cut his mullet off. It died. It had his own personality. Hey, right. This song makes sense with the guitar solo. He's gonna scream at the end again. Yeah, I always prefer that because they throw distortion on there and reminds me of. I like this sound of them committing more to a heavier sound. I think it works better. I think it's less cheesy. There's something about him that I think to the masses comes across as cheesy. This is why people don't respect Fred. Not like you do. I think it's intentional, though. And me now, I have a new respect for Fred. But this is totally different. Like he yeah. said before, how back like in the day, part. they were trying to like put humor in the lyrics, but like, no one ever like got it. They saw they were like fucking stupid because the humor didn't like translate at all. Well, it's because when they first came out, it seemed like they were serious. So all That's of a sudden, true, yeah. to be like, we're just joking around. It's like, well, we don't know that. Sounds like you're just writing weird <laughs> stuff for no reason. Well, nookie and cookies. I get it. 
I wrote a song about a space traveling Jesus. Like, but I also didn't write a song about Astro uh, Jesus is right there, upside down. Counterfeit. What was that other song on the first album I liked a lot? Fuck, can't remember. Faith. Nah, that was one of the worst. Oh, those. Uh, Did you hear the strings? Little screeching there. Words. Man. No, yeah. I was talking about smooth. Faith, not a big fan. Are you uh, just on Fred's me. side? I love the song, Faith. That's what got me into Limp Biscuit. It's a classic. Because it was like, whoa, that guy's mad. <laughs> He's got to have Faith! And I was Back like, the fuck up. And I was like, whoa. And it's like one of the first songs I learned on guitar. And then uh, then I got the album and I was like, wait, I like these other songs where he screams <laughs> a lot more. The ones that are all screaming. And I had like Slipknot by then. I was listening to Mudvayne by then, I think. So it was all just... Maybe, I think, by then. On the, the new metal era? Kinda. Yeah, I was where I was right there. That's oh, how yeah. I got into metal was all that shit. This is uh, definitely new metal. And then Pantera. I'm waiting for the big four new metal tour. Should be Limp Bizkit, oh, yeah. Slipknot, Corn, System of Down. Limp Bizkit headlining, obviously, after Slipknot. Jesus. Yeah, that's what will happen, Travis. <laughs> Slipknot's I, definitely going to go, please, Limp Bizkit. <laughs> have the headline Corey show. Taylor hates Fred Durst. Does he? He actually mentions him in the one song. Yes, for some he reason. does. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he's yes, like he does. Corey Taylor in the club. Like he started some shit, and he then says Corey was something just like, about, like following you, dude. Him. Like in press photos, he'd, he'd write "fuck Fred" on his hand for like press photos and shit. Huh? It's a couple of years ago. He was at a festival, and Fred came up to him backstage and was like, "Hey, what's up?" And Corey was like, "The fuck do you want?" And Fred was like, "My kid's a big fan. Can you get a picture with you?" And Corey was just like, "Fuck yeah, dude!" Just like rubbing it in his face. His kid was like a huge fan of him. So it sounds like Corey Taylor is kind of just an asshole. Uh, yeah, what did Fred Durst do to yeah, him? Yeah, like, why you know, is Fred he... Said a bunch, Fred like, <clears throat> said shit about Limp Bizkit in some like, interviews, then Corey was just like, fuck you, dude. And then, uh, Wait, Fred oh. Durst said something about Slipknot? And yeah, they not? talk shit on Corey and Slipknot. Oh, and okay. Yeah, I didn't he, catch he started that it. Oh, so yeah, fuck Fred Durst. Hey. I saw... So, sorry. Whoa, it, it Travis was just one of those knife. days. That's, oh my God. that's sacrilegious right there. What, you shared some video the other day where he's wearing like a wig? Yeah, like, walking he's walking around talking about poop bags? He's... He doesn't give a shit, dude. It's all a big joke, and I love it. Poop bags, poop bags, poop <laughs> he bags. He got a poop bag. It <laughs> just lands in it. It's a good disguise, Fuck you, though. Bob. Fuck you, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Love it. Have you ever seen Freeway? Have you watched it? No. Did you listen to the episode? I did not. I still have it saved in my thing. Do you skip, watch it eventually. Do you skip ones that you haven't seen? If I haven't seen them, then yeah. If I haven't, if not, like, her. Freeway is just like a shitty but awesome, like campy nineties or anything. No, it's not. Amazon Prime. No, I th- it's I something that's know. available if you rent. You but I not am the for fucking free guy who made it. I own it. So <laughs> that's how that goes. Question, buddy. Show the fucking answers. <laughs> well, Sam, you're a loser. Yeah, you need to get with the times. Sorry. This intro has cool drums in it, I think. They're definitely like following the along with the time. Snare bass thing you this shocks on. me. Yeah, oh, this yeah. sounds like... Sounds fucking awesome. This is the song that got stuck in my head. And I started singing we it singing last it. night, and you were like, whoa, this song's in my head, too. <laughs> yeah. This, this is catchy as fuck, dude. It, it is catchy. It's catchy. It's very catchy. I agree. Yeah, it's weird that they don't put the one out that could have been the single. Oh, oh, the part that I think is so funny is coming up. Here we go. <laughs> Check it out. Check it out. <laughs> Very you, confident. Does you the know, confidence bother you? Me? Yes. Um, Check it out. He does have that, you know, anything that any rapper has where they got to pump themselves up. 
But I find that his his wide range of talking about things that are not just the same topic over and over again, it doesn't it doesn't get tiring. Yeah. I want to know if he's full of shit or not because there are many times throughout this and many songs where he talks about guns and violence and shit. Like he's not actually like a violent person though, is he? I think it's all it's an act. I think so, I mean I think so too, which just persona. It's most artists. They just Yeah, yeah, I just, for me, that's one thing that always throws me off. And even with musicians that I enjoy, when they talk about, like, their guns and stuff, if it's not genuine, not that I want them to be criminals, but, (laughs) but, like, if they are, it just makes more sense because it's more genuine. So if someone's just, like, talking about a life that that they're pretending is theirs, yeah, I kind of, I don't know. I can't connect to it at all. I'm into it less. I think it's because... that's not happening on this song. I'm just bringing it up now. Do you think it's because rap connects itself more with I'm bragging about myself for... It seems like it's just more supposed to be real. Yeah. Whereas, like, a band like Guar or any, like, metal or rock band, you're just, yeah, this is a fun song, you know? Whereas rappers, you're supposed to be like, oh, is it really them? You don't have to be. That's the thing. And, like, the 80s and shit, it was like, I can't get laid and my nose is big and, like... I can still understand. Shame about, about Ice Ice Baby, that kind of stuff. The classic rap. Ice Ice Baby, the classic. I rap. love Vanilla Ice, dude. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that you were made out of Vanilla Ice Cream. I almost gave you his 2011 album too. That was like no, a possibility. God damn, you had a whole arsenal ready, didn't you? There's Vanilla Extracting your blood. I thought about Sublime too. You buddy gave you that one though. Oh yeah, yeah. he was Mr. Sublime. We knew that was coming. <laughs> But that's the thing. We kind of wonder if someone's going to hit us with something else. Because it almost seems like when we think that something's going to be too simple, because we're like, that's their favorite thing. Well, then, like, of course you're going to bring your favorite thing to the uh, yeah, to the table. Well, so Tom, it makes oh, sense. Yeah. You guys both guessed Taylor Swift. We were talking about with, with Tom and Amber. Yeah, we said Limp Bizkit or Taylor Swift. I think you guys both said Taylor Swift was like your choice. I'm sure Tom said Limp Bizkit. Ah, Tom knows. Which those were my last two choices, but I guess I am pretty predictable. I probably honestly would have enjoyed the Taylor Swift a little more. So yeah. that's why I feel like you chose this because you know that we would both suffer. I think you suffered to more than me. Well, I'm a loser. Tell me about it. Wants to be okay, I'm nothing wrong with that. I'm looking at the first album and I'm trying to figure out what the other song was that I liked so much. I think Leech and Pollution were pretty popular ones. Yes, it's true. I met you. Why are you doing that? What, singing in perfect key with it? There's at least two good interests. They kind of like connect these two songs. Fred's little random. Oh, yeah, yeah. Here we go, yeah. This sounds whack, man. Listen. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He knows it. This fucking shit is ill. Come on, Panooki. Come on. I mean, it has a fever. And it needs medicine. Oh, yeah. We gotta try, try this, this shit, shit over some heavy metal. 
I don't give a fuck. Fuck, man, this shit'll sound crazy. <laughs> do it, I'ma lay it down, biscuit style with the auto tune. Call this one auto tune edge. <laughs> thank you, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I think that we should clap for that. Oh my god. Thank you, thank you. Bravo, I would. Oh my god, I would not be able to do that with an album I've been listening to for twenty fucking years. <laughs> so the fact that you just did that to a Limp Bizkit, <laughs> oh, what? I've been listening to this for eight years solid though, so I know it pretty well. And I go beginning to end. I don't skip around oh, at all. That was magnificent. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna isolate that only, and I'm gonna auto tune that too. And I'm just gonna try and get double auto tunage. Yeah, I'm in a good auto-tuned auto-tunage. You all right, Michelle? And sugar good. How my windpipe? Oh no! Are you gonna die or are you gonna survive? Do I need to call the medics? She well, will survive. I think because I'm forming words and speaking to you, I think I'm gonna be all right. I don't think so. Call the medics. <laughs> the medics. Wee woo wee woo. <laughs> Hello, ma'am. Get on the stretcher here. That's what that's what they do. They tell you to put yourself on the stretcher. Please, man, don't fight, don't talk. You need to sit back down on the stretcher. Yeah. Strap yourself in. Now I'm not going to take it out of the truck. Can you just climb up in there? And just now I realize that uh, the strap lines up directly over your wound, but I'm going to need you to tighten that a little more. Please tighten it up. Now I realize I'm wearing an old swimsuit from the 1920s that I have a handlebar mustache. And for some reason, I'm speaking into a microphone. Yeah, and I'm carrying weights that are perfect circles. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> are we gonna listen to some auto tunage? Because I mean, it does go into it goes right into the song, so I think it's time. Which I think you could barely hear in the actual song. I think it depends on the part of the song. Yeah, but we should get in. Yeah, it's not very heavy. I thought it'd be way, like when first I thought it'd be way more heavy auto tune than it is. Me too. I think in the beginning it's heavier, and then it evens or I don't know They're relaxes. Like, They're like the novelty's over <laughs> by auto-tunage. the minute in. <laughs> Love this song too. Oh, we know. Oh, you love song. every yeah. song, don't you? You love this whole album. Yeah. Front so, to yeah. back, baby. <laughs> F to P. Ass to mouth. Some cool drums in it too. I love this ab- album, Ass to Mouth. Yeah. I wonder if there is an album called Ass to Mouth. Guaranteed. This is I've, a heavy ass riff. That drum. Yeah, I yeah, picture a whole crowd just awesome. like jumping up and down on this, like huge mosh pit. I would At mosh least in to the this music riff. video for sure. I would definitely mosh to this riff, especially if I was drunk back in the day. If I had done whiskey boot, snuck a bunch of whiskey in. <laughs> the old whiskey boot. I ever told you about whiskey boot? Please do a podcast one Sweet. time. All right, then I don't need to We've tell you. We talked about again. DOS boot. DOS boot, which is like it exists. The it's in this house. Boot. It's that big. The thing it holds six beers. And I poured three different types in it, and I drank it all, and I puked all over myself, and my pants fell down, and everyone saw my balls. While I was scrubbing the vomit out of the carpet. Oh my god. (laughs) That's horrid. I think everyone actually saw your nuts. I was told that Shuri and Johnny both saw them, and I know you've seen my nuts, so yeah. Technically, everyone in that I've one has seen, seen my nuts. I've seen your face. I've probably seen your nuts and your face <laughs> equally. 
less that now that Beth is staying with us. I've seen his face. I've never seen his nuts. But when any time that Beth is not here, you, I see your nuts as equally oh, yeah. as I see your face. <laughs> yeah, Beth's not around. I'm naked. <laughs> yeah, I'm, and sometimes if Beth's around, I'm naked in other parts of the house too. I'm just making sure she can't see me. I'll do one of these and run real quick down the hallway. There's way more nudity in the house when Beth is not here. Way more. <laughs> That's probably literally the worst part about having someone live with us is that we can't be naked in the house as much as we want to. <laughs> Truly. But I think that would work for anyone. Isn't that the best part of like life? It's just being who you are in the flesh. No. Running to go get clothes out of the dryer. I don't, I don't like seeing myself naked. It's just easier to be naked. <laughs> then look straight ahead. I can't. It's like looking at a lava lamp. It's just so weird. I just <laughs> like what the fuck's going on? Like? Is it because you're transparent and you can see like the blood yeah. coming up and like yeah. weird shapes and reforming? Precisely, my dear. Precisely. Hey, it's me again from a. Ambulance. You gotta sit on that stretcher? You've been talking for about five minutes. <laughs> I'm trying to tighten it over my wound. It's hard. I've sir. been doing this workout for five minutes and I think I'm done. Let's go for a swim. I'm pretty sure I'm bleeding <laughs> out. See, this is a party song. Let me see them auto tuners. I think you can hear the um, auto tune heavily during the chorus. chorus parts. Yeah, it's definitely enhanced. And somehow it's still out of key. Isn't that the point, though? Don't you <laughs> like, have to sing out of key for it to correct you? Yeah, yeah but it's supposed to be correcting but it. But Fred sings in tune perfectly, so the auto-tune messes it up. <laughs> That's, it just that? sounds like auto-tune can't make it sound good when it's turned up that Oh, here you go. High. This is where it's really oh, auto-tune. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He definitely doesn't care about gaining respect. He's got respect. He's got enough respect I respect from me, him for everybody. From this, huh? From the auto tune stuff. I'm no, talking about that specific kind of a joke. Yeah, it's called auto tunage. You think it's a joke? I don't think it's yeah, a joke. The whole preamble makes it a joke. No, 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 no. If it wasn't a joke, it wouldn't have the word auto tune in the title. If he was trying to actually like fix his voice. No, I think he's no. It's not I think about he's going like, and get his automobile tuned up. Yeah, he's, he's not, like people. <laughs> He's not hiding People the make songs out of this. He's like, I'm going to make a song out like this. This shit is ill. This shit is <laughs> ill. This shit is ill. I believe, what does he say again, Travis? Dude, it all for the nookie. Come on, the nookie. Come on. This is crazy. Oh, yeah. 40 <laughs> Oh, my God. Oh, I love it. Good shit. I, Your impressions are better than everything I've heard <laughs> so far. Please, can you get karaoke versions of all these songs and then just release <laughs> you doing the vocals? But can you not actually use autotune and just like <laughs> do the autotune sounds with your voice? Yeah, you know you the song it sounds better that because way. Because you know the song so well <laughs> that you can just emulate the autotune sounds. <laughs> yeah, we need that. We all, as a world, as as a, oh, yeah. we are the world, need that. We it's are we are the world, world part dough. We are the children. <laughs> <laughs> we should do that with Fred Durst replacing Michael Jackson for the chorus. We are the world. And making yeah. and making a metal chorus though. We are we are the children. <laughs> we are the ones with the brighter play. So that's not given. 
There's a choice for making. Saving our own lives. Without to make a brighter day. You and me. <laughs> and fucking, here's the one guy, Bob Dylan, or he's like, he's like we are the world. That's yeah. <laughs> uh, Bruce, Bruce Springsteen. We are the children. It's the boss, man. It's the boss. It's, Re- replace him with Eddie Vedder. So, okay. So, the We're boss. Wrong. I can't do Eddie Vedder. There are two We're people. Wrong. There are two people in the world who, like, claim that they are the boss Tony Danza and Bruce Springsteen. When it comes to a boss versus boss, boss v. boss. Who fucking wins? Is it Danza or is it Springsteen? I say Danza. Uh, for me, it's Danza. I can't stand Bruce Springsteen. Travis? I mean, I would say Fred Durst, the real boss, but I guess <laughs> I would also go Danza given those two choices. Did you say Danzig? Danza. <laughs> Tony Danzig? Anthony uh, Danzig? You are getting the Sam face, <laughs> the Sam stare down. This episode is brought to you by stare down. I'm, I'm, ba- I'm basking. In I it. want Beth's vote. Beth is in the room. My sister Beth has been in the room the entire time. D- Danza or who, who, what's Tony, the other guy's uh, name? Tony Danza. She She's Danza. All right, that's four for Danzas. We should put a poll up. I already forget what it is. It's Tony Danza, Tony Danza versus Bruce Springsteen. Versus Bruce Springsteen. Who's the real boss? Who's the real boss? <laughs> I can't stop. Laughing. Who's the real boss? <laughs> Both oh. shake their ass. Uh, one was in a movie about where he kicked a trash truck compactor for a long time, and then he got good at kicking a football, and he joined a football team. Wow. <laughs> That's a great description. <laughs> no, me either. It was a Disney movie. I was too old to be watching it. <laughs> what does that mean? Coming from you, what does that mean? <laughs> it was a I was probably ago. like 15. What was the movie, Angels in the uh, Outfield? No, it was some movie where... Angels in the Infield? He, like, missed his big shot to be a, a kicker on a football team, and then he spent his life as a garbage man, and to get his truck to open up, he had to kick this lever all the time. <laughs> and so, like, he got a lot of practice kicking the lever, and he got his Give legs strong. fucking break. And so then this, like, talent scout sees him no. kicking these jugs, and he's like, he can kick that jug really no, far. This is bad. And then he's like, up. you're on the team. No, Fuck there's no. nothing good about this. Our our on episode intern Beth is getting on this. She's gonna find the movie. It's Tony Danza. Fact check. Just type in Tony Danza kicking a football movie. It'll it'll find it. Kicking a football movie. <laughs> it'll work. I maybe, fucking swear. Maybe just football movie. No. God damn it's it. Gonna be kicking. God damn it. Sorry. It's just coming out naturally what nowadays. What is happening? The characters are just escaping you. They can't handle being contained. What do you mean, characters? Outrageous is pretty <laughs> intense, so it makes sense that it can't be contained. Is that what it's called? The title is The Garbage Picking Field Goal. That is a, that is a oh terrible God. fucking Give it to Michelle. Title. Michelle, give it to Michelle. I, I better at reading than Sam. <laughs> she bad. The Reeds. The Christopher Reeds. I'm <laughs> too soon. pretty sure that something too happened because yeah. technology can never be relied upon. Oh, no. Oh, no. The garbage picking field goal kicking Philadelphia phenomenon. Uh, I do remember hearing that name as a kid. I never watched it's it. It's a no. Disney movie. I called it. The it, garbage it was, picking field goal kicking Philadelphia phenomenon. It was a decom. The 
the fucking title explains it better <laughs> than I did. <laughs> the IMDb score is 5.1 out of 10 stars. That's respectable. It's shit, is what that means. <laughs> if it, a Disney movie gets 5 out of 10 stars, that means it's shit. A lot There's of people like Disney TV like movie, Disney though, not movies. like a big production one. There uh, are there were some good Disney TV movies. Are you going to ask me what my rating of the movie was or not? You, so you have you seen the entire thing? Fuck yeah, I watched the whole thing. What's you your rating, Sam? What's your IMDb Sambo rating? I'm going to give it a solid five and a half out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> Much like the size of the length of your wiener. Hey, that's I, average. That's average. That's average. What are you talking about? It is. I'm just saying. That. You told me that it was way bigger than that. I told her it was 13 inches. <laughs> Around. And I believed it. Whoa. I, I said, you see that? That's not my leg. I was like, you fooled me because I'm dumb. And I thought that that was a wiener. And she also, <laughs> and she also requires leg-sized wieners. I almost put the whole fucking Coke can-sized thing in my oh, mouth, God. but it was a Coke can. Can you imagine trying to put your mouth around a Coke can? I can't imagine. I do it daily. 9210. I would call it 9 to 1, but hey, I'm not a question, Fred Durst. Nobody wants ratio numbers. Nobody wants. Then it's only nine girls and one dude there. Nine girls and one cup. Could be Sounds like a party to me. <laughs> hey. Fred Durst is the cup. You tell me being a part of ten girls would be fucking awesome? Or nine girls? Uh, the shows we yeah, play, Sam. we play to maybe two girls <laughs> in a room of a hundred. Ratio. And I don't give a fuck about girls, bro. <laughs> I don't talk to anybody. I don't want to meet anybody. Aren't the girls at metal shows just often guys as girlfriends? Anyway, oh, most of always, the time. Always. They're always with the fans. <laughs> And I don't give a shit. I'm going to skate parks. I don't give a fuck about ladies. <laughs> you're, you're there for the dudes. Oh, I do check out the guys. I do like people watching. Oh, it's fun. People it's watching really is fun. fantastic. People that come to the merch table and like talk to you, and there's really cool ones, and then there's really weird ones, and you're just like, you're very, very nervous. <laughs> for no reason. I am nobody. It's one of my favorite pastimes. As people watching and shit talking, because I'm a good person. Well said. It's a pretty sick, dirty bass tone he has going on there. Tony, bass tone. Yeah, I'm gonna start talking about Tony. Tony. Dirty bass tone. Bass Tony's dirty. You know bass Tony. Bass Tony owes me money. I heard Bass Tony's dirty. I keep holding it up, but Travis gave me a sticker of his fucking face. And if you didn't know, Travis, or see, your pin is right there on the Weird Al flyer. All kinds of trap gang merch. What, what, the what? I'm, that I, was... I have to do it in post, remember? Uh, on the Weird Al flyer. Yeah, so now that's two. Oh. Mark, mark that time down. Yeah. We're having technical difficulties lately, and I can't do things normal. As I said before, you I'm surprised Weird Al some, never uh, did a, a Limp Bizkit parody. You invested in some shoddy equipment, unfortunately. Yeah, it's getting returned, motherfuckers. That sucks. You girls are so good. It's fucking catchy. Oh, oh. So what's up with the album cover with these, like, half-dead-looking oh, yeah, snake women strange. with their tongues out? They're mostly naked, but in uh, underwear, skivvy situation. They're like... 
they look like, like melting. half decayed. That's yeah. why they almost with their they all have their tongues sticking out. That's why I think they almost look like slithery and snake like. They look like what? Nice. <laughs> like slither a little nice. It's called gold cobra. That's so the true. ladies have to be a gold cobra too. That's actually a Westmoreland painting. Oh, is it? His art's all trippy like that. What's funny is that the, there is a a snake in the upper. Left-hand corner that's like, hey, don't it's forget a, about me. I'm a cobra. <laughs> it's also not made out of gold. <laughs> yeah. Let me see the, the corner cobra. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh. What corner cobra? Up there on the top. Oh, yeah. What about that guy in the background, like, picking his nose? Uh, that finger was definitely recently in his asshole. <laughs> and he is now smelling it. Do you see it? He's just giving it a sniff. <laughs> I like this part. Yeah, these these little breakdowns that start happening near the end. It's like it's been the last few songs where it just sounds like something that I would hear from something more I would say like pop. So it's interesting that it does have this thing that like it pulls into this other sound. I think it's interesting. Yeah, I think it adds uh, more to it. Because that is something that happens a lot more in like the hip hop community, and I think Limp Biscuit often hangs out between like the rap rock. They hang out way more on the rock side, like sound wise. Even though Fred is technically rapping most yeah. of the time, they have a uh, much spe- more spe- <laughs> much more specific rock sound than rap sound. Yeah, you can kind of tell. Like the more rock songs are usually like more Westmoreland written, and the rap ones are usually like more DJ Lethal influence. But it seems like even in songs that are whatever, like these last few songs, it'll just completely cut into a different sound. Yeah, just like a random like, interlude, but not like a separate track. Which has that like DJ Lethal influence, which I do like it. I wish kind of more songs had that sound. What's his name again? DJ Lethal! Damn, motherfucker! <laughs> yeah, that's his full name. Uh, <laughs> that's DJ his full Lethal, name, DJ Lethal. Oh, wow. So mama I didn't know him. that. That's what his mama named him. She said, baby, when you introduce <laughs> people, you're going to knock them out. Do you remember on that game show that uh, Alfonso Rivera was hosting? Yes. And that guy's like, he's like, all right, Tom, why don't you tell us about yourself? He was just excited. I feel so bad for this guy. <laughs> and the guy's like, he's like, thank you, Carlton. Well, I like to go fishing and I love my wife, <laughs> Cynthia. And then it goes back to Alfonso and he's like. All right, Tom, good to hear. But my mama named me Alfonso. <laughs> oh, God. And you can you can just see it on that guy's face. He was like, oh, fuck. Like, I'm just excited. And I've never been in front of a camera. And I fucking called him Carlton. And he just threw it right back in my face. And I'm a total white asshole. Oh, he was yeah. so white. Uh, that was Poor good guy. Stuff. It was good stuff. <laughs> All right. Would you like to move on? I mean, why try otherwise? Would you like good to move segue. on? That's what I do. I'm essentially a motorized vehicle that people ride around. I am a Segway machine. I was confused about what you're talking about. You West Borland confused about what I just said? Ah, I was Borland confused. (laughs) I remember liking West back in the day, too. I'd be like, he dresses weird. And that video that I had played earlier... That was from 2016. 
Wes was all decked out and he did have the black contacts in. So what I think was he, he wearing? Did he have the big feather thing on? It was mostly white and he kind of looked like skeletal. It looks like a, it looks like a white and black suit sometimes, too. It's always weird, though, when only one guy does that in the yeah. band. It really stands out. Everyone else is very casual, and one guy is just, like, over the... Like, more than, like, Kiss. Like, over the top. Because <laughs> everything was painted. It's not just the bottom half of his face. Yeah, it's, it's like a full body. Yeah, right? It's his fucking hair. It's, and everything. Yeah, it's everything. Yeah. And the rest of them are wearing cargo shorts, big t-shirt, and backwards hats. Yeah. <laughs> it's interesting. Yeah. But good for him. I mean... Wouldn't it be funny if... One time, Fred Durst dressed up all like West Borland, and then West Borland just put the the red hat yeah. on and like just look like Fred Durst. That'd be just shit. I don't think Fred could handle the contact. He doesn't have to do the contact. Be like, look into these eyes; they are very red and inflamed. <laughs> that was funny. God damn it! I did it again. Though when I saw him last year, Fred wore a bucket hat the whole time, not a red hat. Pretty upsetting. Oh, yeah, he is a bucket hat. He has a bucket, too. bucket hat going on. Yeah. It's like he watched that new Radicals video that one time. He understood <laughs> that you get what you give. <laughs> yeah. Then he was like, yeah, I'm sticking with that look. He has the dreamer's disease, yeah. That's the best part of the whole song. I love that one. Courtney Love and Marilyn Manson. We'll kick your asses. You saw songs in like every 90s movie. Yeah. 90s movies are classic. <laughs> I hear that song a lot on the radio at work, actually. I'm scratching my head. This, is, <laughs> this starts within this song around here where he has kind of a Cypress Hill... Right there. <clears throat> yeah, and then... God. <clears throat> it's like I just swallowed a whole bunch of fucking cum and it's stuck in my throat. <laughs> and I do not do that because it's fucking gross. No, she does not. <laughs> yeah, you eat fucking fried food and red meat. Why the fuck would anyone put your cum in their mouth? She no one should ever put my cum in my mouth. Huh? Or in their mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. No one should ever put my cum in my mouth. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Freud's ghost just wafted <laughs> through the room. All right, guys, I like to eat my cum. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I started getting, at the very end of this album, a Cypress Hill kind of feel. And then one thing that I had read and reading about one Fred Durst that I had read. is that he was on the song All in the Family with Corn, yeah. And that part was originally written oh, for Be Real. Be Real. Be real. That guy smokes a lot of weed. From Cypress Hill. Be real from Cypress Hill. Cypress? Cypress, my I've favorite had... rap group of all time. He's a Cyclist Hill. Cyclist Hill? And But anyway. Lance Armstrong's so, band. Uh, <laughs> Cyclist Hill. Only no. I take steroids. They don't take steroids. Yeah. Did it's, he not do that? Lance did, but oh, they don't. Okay. And. Cyclist Hill. Okay. I thought Lance was in Cyclist <laughs> It's all Hill. heart, man. <laughs> it's all heart. So anyway, um, they're barracudas is what I mean by that. Ooh, barracuda. So anyway, that part was written for Be Real. They couldn't get Be Real for it. And Fred Durst stepped in. And I think it's interesting because I hear kind of an influence. I hear a few different influences. 
Um, less the more that I listen to it. I think the the more that I listen to it, the less judgmental I get. So in the beginning, I my brain, and I've said this before, my brain always wants to attach it to something the first time I listen to it because you always want to find like what's familiar and what's comfortable. And uh, that's true. And the more I listen to it, the less like I compare it to other things. But I do really get the Cypress Hill feeling, especially on this last song that's coming up. Sorry, that was long winded. <laughs> As fuck. I just finished my whiskey. I you haven't drank in a while. He was real. Be real. Just being real. I I got Travis. <laughs> Our Travis stick is looking at me. Yeah, there are two Travises right now. There's looking. three. There's four. If I put his little box there looking at you. His little box. <laughs> Travis <laughs> has got a little box. <laughs> which that's actually not. I have so many paper versions of all my friends. I got <laughs> Travis right here. I got Paper Tom right there. You have one Paper Tom and you have. I got. Uh, multiple Travi. Guy from Zombie right there. He's a best friend of mine. Are multiple Travis's Travi? You got your friend Weird Al on the wall. Yeah. Travi, definitely. Travi. Damn it, now I gotta write that <laughs> time code down. <laughs> He's got the code. Coding it up. He'll take it. So we have one more song. Code it up. One more song. We have to get through this before the new Taylor Swift album comes out that puts a timestamp on this. That's true. For Fuck. anyone who listens to this and also listens to Taylor Swift. And I'm pretty sure the only person who that is is in the room right now. So uh, we're going to listen to the last song, Killer and You. Which, again, I think has... This sounds so cheap. Gonna put it in your caboose. You I don't think this was the song to end it with. Nah, this is kind of a weird ending track. This feels disingenuous. Not that I really feel like I'm searching for something like <laughs> real with Limp Biscuit, but this feels about. like a weird way to this end it. touches me deeply. <laughs> it should have been like a track seven. But you are unusual. <laughs> I think that that's what we've gotten through. But you are unusual. That was a very nice way to say that. Throughout this entire podcast. I think you're wonderful. That's where I'm landing. Thanks, Sam. You're I think unusual. you're okay, too. But yeah, this song okay. is really cheap and unusual to me. Terrible way to end the album. What the fuck you going do There are other versions that have bonus tracks on them. It just sounds like anyone could have done this song. Any band from uh, their time, from like the hip hop rap era, I, I think could have done this. I don't know anybody that sounds like Limp Bizkit, though. No. When everybody talks about hip hop rap and stuff, it's like, who did besides Limp Bizkit? But that's Anthrax did those two songs. Rage yeah, Against the Machine that, was technically like rap rock. Yeah, but it doesn't sound like this. No, but that okay, that, that's fine. Uh, uh, got it. Lincoln Park sort of sounds like this every once in a while. Kid Rock. Back when he was, made good albums, the song was like "Balls in Your Mouth." <laughs> After that, though, like "Ball with a Ball." When he sold out. When he sold out. You can roll with rock, or you can radio edit. <laughs> Balls in your mouth. Balls in your mouth. What is it? What's the line? Are you thinking of pants on the ground? Pants on the ground? Feel like a fool with your pants on the ground. <laughs> Pull your pants up with your pants on the ground. Like a fool with them balls in your mouth. Looking like a fool with the balls in your mouth. Balls in your mouth. Balls in your mouth. Looking like a fool with the balls in your mouth. Get a high school diploma. Take the balls out your mouth. Dirty penis. Sorry. That was, a, that was an inside reference for no reason. 
I've got to find out what that's from because I can't remember. There's something, some the dirty penis thing. Yeah, there was a VH1 show that we had watched. It was some model thing where they were. There and was it was a bunch like a contest. Competing. And it was like say in like a name a body part or well, something the con- that's dirty. The contest was set up. They were supposed to run down the run the run or go down the runway, and it's supposed to be like so second nature that they can ask you questions and you can still look good as you run down the runway. So this guy comes up and he's like halfway down the runway and they're like. Name something that smells. <laughs> and this guy's answer, just top of his head, real quick, is dirty penis. <laughs> and he says with an accent, so like, dirty just, penis. No, it's not dirty. It's dirty penis. <laughs> he doesn't say the T. It's just it's dirty penis. Dirty penis. Dirty penis. And then, dirty they, penis. and then they do the take where it's like looking at him and asking him. You know, it's like I'm talking to the camera takes on reality shows, and he's like. I was just it's the first thing I could think of that smelled. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> it's been an inside joke with us for almost and the entirety of our relationship. For all of you. I feel like it's a piece of our longevity. <laughs> I walked out the street and I think part that guy's got dirty kept us together. Oh, so that's the album. That's the album. We did it. Gold Cobra is finished. You don't Wait, have to listen to it. There anymore. is actually one bonus track. That's not that what I've play. been told. Well, there's like six different ones. Well, what do we? What, what? There's one. Look it up. Yeah, I'm gonna look it up. Hold on. It's Let me called- go to the artist. Let me go to their albums to see because there are multiple. Oh yeah, there are many different versions of this. Tell it, me. It, Deluxe. It'd be, it'd be on YouTube. It's not on the streaming. This was uh, this is on the uh, Japanese only Deluxe edition. Okay, what's that called? It's called Combat Jazz. It's not called My Own Cobain. That's a different one. This is this is the best one. My Feature. Own Cobain? Mm-hmm. Oh, we're listening to that. <laughs> we'll listen to that in the meantime. My Own Cobain. And I'm sorry, what am I looking for again? I have short-term memory problems. I am intoxicated. It's what? called Combat Jazz. Combat Jazz. Because the deluxe one has three bonus tracks. And then the Best Buy one had an extra bonus track. And then there was one the Japanese one, and then there was one on the Europeans iTunes edition that you could only get on there. Featuring Raekwon? Yeah. I actually oh. own two copies of this CD because of the bonus tracks. I had the Best Buy one and the Japanese one. You're a collector of things. I, I, actually, I, I bought it three times. The first time I bought the regular one because I didn't know there was Lux edition, and then I saw the Best Buy, and I was like, motherfucker, I, I bought the regular one. <laughs> But I was happy I'm like, oh, there's four new songs. This is actually kind of, kind of cool. Is this about Kirk Cobain? Is this about Kirk Cobain? You know Kirk Cobain? From Nirvana? <laughs> oh, from the Foo Fighters. No, that's the Moo Fighters. <laughs> All I know is his wife definitely had him killed. Yeah, this song's definitely uh, Ooh, Courtney out of style for Biscuit. Yeah, this is weird. This is <laughs> sounds like Deftones or uh... it's really out of place. And I would consider Behind Blue Eyes, which you had mentioned earlier, like super out of place for them. But it's different out of place when it's a specific cover. Yeah. Versus that, like I don't know what the fuck that was. So um, you had brought up Combat Jazz featuring Raekwon from Wu Tang Clan. Featuring Raekwon. This is like straight hip hop. And it's an official Limp Biscuit track? Yeah, this is on the Japanese Lux Mission CD. Biz, man, fuck that. <laughs> it does yeah. 
Straight up sound like a yeah, song like hip hop. A hip hop track. I just think it's cool that one of the best rappers of all time would do a song with Raekwon from Wu Tang Clan. Oh, you turned that around in a way I was not expecting. I want to lock you in a house <laughs> and set it on fire. <laughs> this is straight up like. Yeah. Is there any heavy guitars in this song at all? Uh, this one's all rap, and there was another one with Paul Wall. It's like straight up rap. So who from Limp Biscuit is involved other than Fred Durst? I think it's just Fred. DJ Lethal. But they call it. No, it's, it was produced by some guy named Mathematics. He produced this and the Paul Wall song. Oh. Like on Wikipedia it just says like written by Mathematics is all it has for credits for this oh. Mathematics, sure he's the guy he works with that guy Algebra. <laughs> I heard every once in a while he does tracks with geometry. But trigonometry is his usual go to guy. Oh trig? Trig. Oh, you know yeah. trig? Yeah, I know Trig. Fuck Trig. All right, yeah. Make it absolute. This is Fred right now, right? Yeah. His voice sounds different. I like it, though. Especially right now. It sounds really different. <laughs> sounds like Raekwon. All right. So that was combat. So you said that this was... Why was that included right now? Why did you tell me to play that? Because... That was on it's the Japanese yeah, version. Japanese deluxe CD. So did you buy that specifically? Yeah. Ordered it online, went and bought, bought it. On Amazon. Okay. So just okay. for that track. So being six years younger than us, and again, six years is nothing now. But back in the day when you could, when you couldn't just stream music and you had to buy albums and shit like that, um, were you within that time frame, or do you always remember streaming and computers and shit like that? I had tons of CDs. I actually just sold a bunch, like, got rid of most of mine, so I don't listen to them anymore, but I had probably about 1,200. Holy shit. All over the Whoa. place. Yeah. That's a lot. I sold, I, I have probably 2,300 left, like, mostly stuff that you can't stream or, like, stuff that, like, yeah. special version has different tracks on them and shit. And they're taken care of and work? Oh, yeah. God. Most of them look brand new. I wish I was like that, man. I've actually gone to eBay and bought, like, Me big too. boxes of blank cases to replace the ones that were cracked and shit. Wow. You mean you wish I was more like that? Yeah, because that was one of the things I always thought was unfortunate. <clears throat> no offense. Is that I always took really good care of my DVDs and my CDs. Once I got involved, <laughs> it's bad. No, you didn't. I didn't let you destroy anything. But when I would see your things, like if we had the same DVD, your copy always got thrown out because it was fucking shit compared to mine. Mine was in like pristine condition. Leaves it in stacks. I don't even stick it in cases. I just put it on top of the DVD player upside down. Upside down so it'll collect dust and then he'll put <laughs> another one on top. It'll collect dust and he'll put another one. So they're like layers of shit to scratch it. And Yep. It's, it was bad. Dude, one friend of mine, you see, he would just put it in whatever case he had close. So he said, oh, let's put it in this. Taste just DM you. Open up. It's what? Like, it's an Xbox game. No. And the Xbox no, like game that. has a fucking CD in it. Like it was all over the fucking place. No, fuck that. Just put it in a stack. <laughs> <laughs> Stack it up. Stack, Stack it up. Stack it up, baby, now. I'll take it. So, Sam, I'm pretty sure that we are to the point of the podcast where um, we have some questions to go over. 
Well, I guess it would be nice if you would ask some questions. Every question has got a question like me. We got our faith! Jump the fuck up! I had nothing to do with that, and that was probably the best one so far. <laughs> so, uh, Travis, for you, why? I mean, you said that you were going through lots of albums. You uh, obviously have a wide range of music that you are into. Why did you choose this particularly? Well, because I fucking love it. Fucking loves it. And also, I figured most people probably haven't heard this album or even know that it exists. Correct. Correct. So that's why I, I picked no this idea. over like Chocolate Starfish, different album. You said before you expect, I figured you'd expect it to be Limp Biscuit. You wouldn't be surprised. So I went like with an album that you wouldn't that know. That or Taylor. So you wouldn't go in with like already knowing the shit. So you had like a mm-hmm. clean slate kind of. You definitely threw a left, uh, threw me for a loop on that one. I don't think it's a loop because it was one of the two things that we expected from him. No, yeah, but I expected. As far as like album I honestly expected, expect expected the first or second album just because. Oh, yeah, I agree. Just because. Something like, more known. I don't know. I think one of, uh, at least for me, when I think of an album or a band, I'm like, I want you to check out the first or second <laughs> album because it's always like one of my favorites. My favorite one's the third one, Chocolate Starfish and Hopped on Flavored Water. So. I was in a car with a guy that was doing cocaine when I heard that album one time. <laughs> it was a pretty cool guy. I wasn't doing the cocaine. Limp Bizkit cocaine, dude, sign me the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. Knowing that not everyone's into Limp Biscuit. Wait, what? Knowing <laughs> that we are assholes because you do listen to the podcast, which we appreciate. Um, what do you thought that we thought when you gave us this album? I figured you're both excited. I think Sam probably said easy peasy. <laughs> and what about me? You easy. Said, easy peasy lemon squeezy. <laughs> <laughs> the looks of that are not directed at me this podcast I think or thank you Travis thank you no problem I think that you have learned um, what it takes to get me and uh, congratulations you've been successful I learned, I learned very fast I, I, have that fast e- I have that effect on people I think that just yeah. being myself usually gets to most people I you watched that- the past and took some uh you and Sam definitely have this commonality where you can you can feel you can sense like what people are like not into, but you're able to ride that line without like taking it too far. It's all about reading the crowd, but usually like in a band, you, you give the loud. crowd what they want. I read the crowd and give them what they don't want because it amuses me. But that's what they do. Like want. Sam always says, everything he does is about his own amusement. I'm the same fucking way. But it's like the perfect amount of like, yeah, I don't there's, know. I think it's still great. some. There's some I com- charm. There. I commit to it. There's, there's still charm. Yeah, I've exactly. been completely amused through the faces See? and the. I mean, like exhaustion. Oh, yeah, but you, you, have, you, have, you, you have been laughing very hard. I mean, yeah, but I'm also like collapsing inside. A little <laughs> it's all about being obnoxious. Just the right amount of charisma. Are you still thinking about when he said something about Led Zeppelin? <laughs> No. Or Sam. What was it? I let that go. Limbisky being the Led Zeppelin of the 90s. Because truly the everything butter. that comes out of your mouth is bullshit to me. <laughs> as soon as you said that Sam Cooke was margarine, I I wanted you to... Back on that one again. It was over. I wanted you to leave. <laughs> I was like, I understand that it's been like an hour from your hotel and you're going to have to drive an hour back. 
But I don't know that it's worth it. I think you should just leave. I stand by that statement. I still stand by that that thought. <sighs> stand by me. Sam, and I think you should stand by your man. I think you should go as well. No, nope. you should stand by your van. I don't want to do any Throw of these back things. To the, last episode. the van that's down by the river. I want to take a shower because my ass is getting hot. And the, the Taylor Swift album comes out in four minutes. Some change in there. Four minutes. Hot pants. Do these questions. Sam, what was your judgment prior to listening to this? Easy peasy. I didn't really feel much. I was just kind of expecting a lip biscuit. I was totally surprised by the album album choice. choice. But I did have a little hit in the chest, but not like I've experienced in the past. Because I knew there was going to be some heavy guitars. And I was going to be fine in that world. And I thought it was going to lead to a very entertaining podcast, which I think has <laughs> happened. So I agree. I agree with that. That's um, what it's all about. I'm going to say that my judgment prior to listening to it is that I knew I wasn't going to be into it. But I, I was almost a little bit, I'm going to go ahead and say, you let me down a little bit, friend. Um, and I called you a friend because um, I don't want to hurt your feelings because <laughs> I'm nicer than you. And I am just kidding with it's that. It's a very low bar. It's true. I'm a piece <laughs> of shit. So um, <clears throat> I kind of, I, I always hope, like with Jimmy giving us Sublime and stuff like that, and Bob giving us Neil Young, those are like, again, like it's your favorite. So of course you're going to choose your favorite. But a piece of me always wants you to surprise me and pull something out that I would never expect. So like, I mean... I, I kind of saw this coming, not this album, again, as Sam had said, not this album, I had no idea it, it existed, but um, yeah, when I saw that it was Limp Biscuit, I kind of felt prejudiced, I kind of felt like I knew what I was getting myself into, and I don't know if that's fair, but I don't think I was wrong, because I think that they have a very... It was totally Limp Biscuit. They have yeah. a sound that they stick with, they're very true to who they are, so I wouldn't say that my prejudice against it was incorrect. I think I pretty much got what I thought what I was going to get. They're consistent. Yeah. I mean, it's not my thing, it's but it's, it's fine. It's not a compliment or Whatever. Insult, they're just consistent. Yeah, I don't give a shit. How many times do you think that you listened to this this uh, since you gave it to us? At least 20. Since you gave it to us? It's a week. As well as <laughs> everything else that you've been diving into Limp biscuit wise Yeah. It's, he said, it's been a week. Well, at my job, I, I listen to music for like 10 hours a night. So that's so like I, three listens a, a day. Ah, that's that's not that's not as much. But that's I, I was kind of a work lot it for in me. between Buckethead albums all night long. Are you mm, still buckethead. doing that? I'm doing it again. Start uh, again. I mean, I just started the ease. He has. So you got through Colonel Claypool's bucket of Bernie brains or Bernie? Yeah, it's. it's blah, blah, blah. I have that album. But this, this, this is just is, straight Buckethead stuff. All just Buckethead. How many albums? Twenty six mm, on my phone. Three hundred twenty six. Three hundred songs. And he listens to him in alphabetical order. I listen to the album's alphabetical order. Yeah, it's yeah. Just on my phone. Holy cannoli! That's a lot. <laughs> okay, so trying to support your Taylor Swift thing and trying to move along, sir, because it is about that time anyway. I'm, um, I'm Sam, not about it. how many times did you listen to this? Four. All right, I listened to it three times. I thought about listening to it four times today, and I uh, couldn't bring myself <laughs> to do it. I. Uh, cleansed myself with all of the garbage music that i personally <laughs> enjoy um 
least favorite song. Sam, do you have any oh, idea? Shit. I need to pull it up. Okay, I, don't know I did the that names. on purpose because I know that you have no idea. You do God you have any it. idea what your least? Well, because you haven't been next. It's been Travis got, first I've the whole time. Down. I took notes. Good for you. I did too because I needed notes. To. <laughs> <laughs> you used to do notes. Yeah, when I first started this pod, or when we started this podcast, I used to take like a whole page worth. What the fuck I'm just happened? I'm pretty sure that was a dog that being. Was a dog hitting the gate. Yeah. Crime. She's a beast. Um, least favorite song, Trav I Go. So of course I love all the songs. Of but course least you favorite do. would have to be Shark Attack just because of that stupid fucking bridge. Shark Attack! Swimming with Shark Saints. Easy. They just won't kill and eat me. This part I like. like I like the verse with the core. It's just. Get robbed like a zombie. Yeah, getting robbed like a zombie? Lyrical Ooh, genius, dude. Freddy Krueger reference? Oh, yeah. Red I'm cat. glad this came up because he says, I'm like Freddy Krueger. With a red cap He's a and child a molester? And with a red cap and a luger. That's what Freddy Krueger did. He liked it. Child molest. At least uh, some sort of a mental molest. All right, Sam, do you know what your least favorite song is on this uh, fucking kick-ass Limp Biscuit yes, album? Yes, I absolutely do. It's going to have to be Shotgun. Really? Yeah, I think I may have seen this coming based on conversations we had. So I was guessing it's not going to be your favorite. Just because the guitar work and the solo and shit. I was way I, off. I don't mind the... I like the music. I don't like this... Pop, pop. And I think I said earlier when it happened and the shotgun part happened. Like, there's certain songs and certain bands that I'm always like, how the fuck did that fly in the studio? And that's one of those parts. And it makes me question your legitimacy, personally. Like, are you genuine or are you just talking shit? Like, in my example of other bands, it's like, back in the day when, when the one guy was like, yeah, you hate doo-wop. How was nobody else in the room like, hey, dude, what the fuck are you doing? Stop. You don't like doo-wop? Hey, fuck, stop. Dude. We're down here. Let's be normal about this. <laughs> the BGs are like, <laughs> Hey, Andy, would you go give me a coffee? <laughs> All right. So my least favorite song, um, I think, I made it kind of clear earlier, but maybe not. It's auto-tunage. And um, it's just because I can't get into the idea behind it. It's a joke. It's a joke. I'm not in on the joke. <laughs> I don't like the joke. <laughs> what can I say? That's what you needed to say. my perfect. style of comedy. Um, it's, <laughs> it's like the episode of South Park where um, the new generation... Uh, their music sounds really great and the older generation they listen to it and it literally sounds like someone taking a shit I would say that, that I have a similar thing with this there's not a whole lot of good that I can hear and I'm sorry hold on let me get see your cocks prime fucking evidence as to why I'm not into it so um, thank you for backing that up for me um, most favorite song on the entire album 
Travis. Travis. Well, my Travis. second favorite choice was auto tunage. I'm but not surprised. <laughs> first I'm not, one. I love it when that happens. <laughs> oh yeah, especially when it's least and most oh, yeah. opposing. Oh yeah, it's great. Number one favorite that happened with Jimmy is douchebag. I'm gonna fuck you up. Oh, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you up. Man, I almost chose that as my worst. I was surprised that that <laughs> wasn't your least favorite. That was the only thing that made shotgun not the worst was the shotgun sounds. Oh shit, I almost I accidentally just took a screenshot of this. Nice. I've been doing this at work. I've been looking at Mel and like coming out of like get me to like help me back out of the garage and I'll be like So what is it about this song? Is it the energy that you like? Yeah, it's like it's like like, like party song, like like it'd be a good live song. I like this music. How many times have you seen The Biscuit live? Only once. They don't play in the U.S. very often. Dude. Crime. Only once? Because they're shamed in the U.S. Guess how many times I've seen them. Thrice. For real. Zero. (laughs) (laughs) You're you're missing out, dude. (laughs) I don't think I've seen them. There's a lot of bands that I've seen back in the day that I don't quite remember. I saw them headline a festival in New Jersey last year. Guar was there. Yeah, that that, uh, song that I played earlier was was from Germany. It was a weird lineup. Guar, ICP, Papa Roach, Wah. and Limp Biscuit. P. Roach. Bunch of other bands too. Fucking Carson Daly. Did you say ICP? Yeah, I fucking went just to see Limp Biscuit. Like Event Sevenfold's headline, but they had to drop out, so they they moved Limp Biscuit up to like the headlining slot. Huh. Wait, so you like Avenged Sevenfold more than Limp Biscuit? No. So they were headlining, they dropped off, and I still went just for oh. Limp Biscuit. But if Limp dropped off, I wouldn't have gone. If Limp. Yeah. You don't call him the Biscuit. We're on a first name basis. <laughs> okay. I don't know if I would if I would say if I would say limp or I think I'd say biscuit. If biscuit the dropped biscuit. off, not the biscuit. I think I think they're okay with just biscuit. It's not going to be confused. When I see them, I call them limp boys. There's not like biscuits and gravy or biscuit and gravy. Biscuits and gravy. I call them Freddie and the Fab Four. <laughs> <laughs> I'm calling this marriage hot. <laughs> <laughs> you, that was a funny joke. <laughs> I know. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, Sam. Yes. What is your favorite song? Well, my favorite song is what I think you should do. Get a life. Of, well, um, Sam. I don't think that's very nice of you. You're true. I didn't mean it. I probably should. I should get a hobby so I don't get. I don't. So I don't let the world bring me down. Bring me down. Wait. So did you like the song, or did you just hate it the least? It's always did you, an did you actually enjoy angle. any part of it? Um, I there's I enjoy when he screams. I don't necessarily so enjoy the good. lyrics, but I like the rhythm. And I do like this tones right here. Yeah. I like the guitar work and stuff. There's a lot of guitar parts that I like in the album, and I do like this because I think it's so weird. It's also, polar bear, dude. Oh yeah. Polar Bear, I forgot about him. So it's not Freddy in the Fab Four, it's Polar Bear in the Fab Four. Sorry. Polar Bear and the Popular Pirates. Get alive. So that is your favorite. So, um, I don't have a song that I genuinely like. So I did have to choose a song that I just, you know, tolerated the most or whatever. But the song that honestly stuck with me that I didn't really totally hate is Loser. It's really catchy, and I think uh-huh. it has the most like inviting groove for me. These drums are infectious. Out of yeah, 
I think the one part's infectious. The I'm a loser. Yes, it's true. Oh yeah, that that definitely gets stuck in that the, vocal line yeah. is infectious. It's catchy. And I think if I think if like Incubus did this song, a lot more people would be like, "Oh, that was a really good song." So it's like I think it's almost I gotta like forget that it's Limp Biscuit to really because it's got that bias attached to it. At least yeah. it does for me. Yeah, Limp but I think a little bit less now. Bias. I think it's a little bit less now because I'm not. Did you actually listen? I revisited and I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. They're doing something different. I don't. It may not be my bag, but it's at least not the same bullshit I've heard over and over again. And you know, I'm not like crazy into death metal anymore because I think it's just all. Well, this isn't death metal. Well, that's what I'm saying. So now that I'm hearing something that's not that, I'm like, I kind of appreciate it just being different. It may not be something I'm going to put on, but. At least it's out there. Enjoys that Fred Durst butter voice right here. But then there's things like the shotguns. It's a good time to fade that out. Where uh, <laughs> when they put shotguns in it, then I'm actually like, no, you need to stop creating things right now. <laughs> Shoot them before they run now. I, I can't imagine. I'd be in the room and they'd be like, Sam, we're thinking about putting shotguns in as a beat. So <laughs> no, so, I had asked this question I'd earlier. Say more shotguns. <laughs> All shotgun albums. Because you have an American flag outfit, I guarantee beats. it. <laughs> okay, so you had said this earlier. Um, when you when did you start listening to this? You said you were nine. Well, this album when it came out in 2011, I was in Limbiscuit, so I was like yeah, nine or ten. So you were like on this as soon as it came out. You were like there for yeah, it. I bought it when the day it came out. Okay, you weren't like late to the party at all. Kind of like casually into them. You no. were like into them. He was all in. I've been living with a biscuit for 17 years now. <laughs> I've got nothing, man. Did you say limping with the biscuit? Limping with the biscuit. Okay, I thought. Uh, what did you think I said? A living. <laughs> and then I put my head down because that was Vita funny, biscuit, and I was dude. like, he probably said limping. Which means like a week walk. You've been week walking <laughs> with the week biscuit. Week walking. Yeah. Week walking with the biscuit for 17 fucking years. It sounds like you need a crutch. <laughs> And maybe that crushes Taylor Swift. All right, moving along. Um, how did you originally feel about this from the first, from the beginning? I fucking loved it from day one. It didn't have to grow on you or anything? Nope. Loved it from the beginning. It was her first, was her first album in like, since 2003, but the first album with Wes Borland back since 2001, because the album after that was kind of like more rock, so it didn't really sound like their hip-hop kind of stuff. This is like a return to their old sound, and I was just, I was in on it from day one. OG Biscuit. OG. OG right. Fre- OGLB. Fresh out the oven. <laughs> Ding. Co- covered in butter like Fred's voice. Ding, your lip biscuits are ready, dear. They're made from Pillsbury. <laughs> I want to put you under a broiler. Who and, are you talking to? And lock, <laughs> not you, the person who brought this so weird. upon us. So weird to not have this directed We all know me. that Limp Biscuit is better than everyone. That's what his shirt says. I own two of these shirts, so it has to be true. <laughs> She's gonna unfriend me on Facebook for twenty minutes now. Okay. Unfollow. Would you recommend this album today? Fuck yes, I would. <laughs> to anyone. Anyone? I'd recommend it to my seven year old niece, to my seventy five year old grandmother, anyone in between. Seriously? Yes. Will you like Stand contact your it. grandma and tell us about it? Like like will you take a video somehow or have someone take a video a video of you recommending this to your dead. grandma? I would I, not do that. So couple, you don't recommend it to your grandma. I would you th- fucking liar. Just a couple years ago she found out that I was atheist and it's been a little rocky ever since. <laughs> 
If I'm alone with her for 10 seconds, she's, it's like immediately like religion talk, so I just kind of like avoid being alone weird. with my grandma. Man, maybe it's you should weird. just make her run up some steps. Maybe we could bond over this Limp Bizkit album. Alright, so Sam, would you ever choose to listen to this again? Uh, no. <laughs> Michelle, me, oh me my, would I choose to listen to this again? Absolutely not, and I'm glad I never have to do it again! Yow. Alright, so that shit's over. Um, we have a podcast next week. We do. We're gonna have another guest. We're fucking uh, We're loading it up, up with guest guests. season. Dude. It is. It's it is guest season. It's the best season. Sam, we are going to be having your friend Kirklicious on Kirk this. Back on the um, first repeat guest. Yes, Kirk back on. Um, he's Burke Bacharach's cousin. Yeah, obviously. And no um, shit. Ryan Bag is going to be back on, and Sam is aware of the album that we are going to be listening to. I have no idea. I'm kind of nervous. Yeah, I found it out. Last time it was Eminem, but what seven is seven minutes ago? I was like, oh yeah, I was supposed to text Kirk and ask him what we're <laughs> supposed right. to listen to. What's being bestowed upon us next, Sam? Oddly enough, the band was mentioned earlier today in the podcast. Wu Tang Clan. Nope, it's not even rap. It's oh. a rock band. Rage Against the Machine. Evil Empire is what we were listening to uh, next right. for Kirk. I'm not familiar with them what by I'm gonna album. What I'm going to say about so. this one is uh, easy peasy. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds about right. Um, well, we appreciate you coming, Travis. We are very grateful yes. for your Thank presence. Thank you for having me. It's very um, fun. Actually, before we go, I want to plug Money Podcast. Where I review your podcast every week. God damn it. It's called The Individual Critic. <laughs> it's me rambling over you guys, rambling over an album. And I want you guys to be a guest sometimes. We'll all ramble <laughs> over each other, rambling over the album. That sounds, sounds perfect. I got, I got sponsors rolling in. It's just, oh, gonna- just like we do. I get it. <laughs> I get it. It's going to be like Inception. Nobody's going <laughs> to know where they are. No one's going to know if they're awake or asleep. No one's going to know what's happening. And it's all in biscuit tea. I'm out. <laughs> She's done. <laughs> I'm. I yeah. I'm out. Um. Yeah. Thanks again, everyone. Uh, listen to us. Listen to our other episodes. We are on Instagram and Facebook. Couple of critics podcast. Yeah. That's Sam. I'm Michelle. Would you like to say anything before we leave? Me. Thanks again, Travis. That's what I'm going to say. It Thanks for having me, guys. Absolutely. Thanks for limp biscuiting up my life. <laughs> yeah. Just kidding. You're welcome. Bye, guys. Bye, bye, bye. Bye.